three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Welcome in. It is episode number 126 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins with us uh, for as long as he can be. Is uh, They're getting ready to take on the uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, tomorrow night. So we appreciate him figuring out some time in order to make it happen. we got a lot to do this week. Uh, ACH is going to join us a little bit later on in the show uh, from Evolve. They are back in town this weekend. He's awesome. They're awesome. I sadly can't make it because I will be preparing the pig roast, as this weekend is pig roast mania, of course, at uh, Glenn Clark's house. But, uh, Aaron, I think you're going to go up on Friday night for that. Yep. Leo Rush's final weekend before he heads on to um, uh, bigger and better things Yeah, in he's the just future. facing Matt Riddle. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. He and Matt Riddle. No big deal. I'm really high on that match. I just want you to know. I'm really <laughs> high on that match. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll be here all yeah. day. I'll be here all well day. Played. Yeah, well right. played. Well played. ACH will join us a little bit later on in the program. Uh, let's right now jump into the week that was. And we'll start with Raw. Both shows sort of similar in that. It, there was a lot of dotting the I's, crossing the T's, getting us closer. There wasn't anything that was necessarily a bombshell this week on either show, but I didn't think either show was bad. Except for the, except for the chair being thrown at Roman's Well, there was, was that. Yeah, that, okay, yeah. fair enough. That was pretty wild. You're right about that. That was wild as hell. There was a moment. Okay, I did have this moment of realization that, like, remember last week we were talking about, hey, it's kind of weird how you did the triple threat and, like, all this stuff, and it's just Brock that's separate. I think I realized that's what we're getting in the match. Oh, like, boy. the three of them are going to beat mean, the shit out of each other. Yes. And then Brock's going to come in and throw some people around. Right. Like, if, I mean, well, it, that, that was the, um, that's the formula for the Rumble triple threat. It was basically they sent Brock through the table, then Cena and Rollins. Right, had a match. Had a great yes. match. And then Lesnar came in and threw people I around. I think it's going it to be something similar to that. And you know what? It's going to be wonderful. No, I've got, trust <laughs> me. You know what's really great about this is that these aren't the four guys that get the biggest reactions. These aren't the biggest crowd favorites. These aren't. But I think that even the Smarks are getting jacked up about, holy shit, we're going to see something. Like, we're going to see something fucking amazing in this match. Because these dudes. Bro, when, when was the last time we ever had a match that was like four legitimate horses four horses who can work we've had like you know <laughs> let's see let's see kali and henry and big show or, right, or, Kane right, right. or whoever just thrown in there before athletes yeah. of this yeah. th- this big and this athletic we're gonna see shit that like we're just not even gonna believe do you think they're gonna reinforce the ring well they have to <laughs> <laughs> they gotta at least say that they are of course yes, how many correct. times are they gonna say that no during, this, about during that. the show no doubt um, the whole thing where they're trying to pretend like Brock Lesnar just isn't there every week now, like, I, I don't know what that's all about. Like, I don't, I it got the reaction they wanted because people were like, were j- legitimately freaking out about, oh my God, that's Brock Lesnar's music. Not to steal a line from Jim Ross, but like, 
He's just there every week now. Why are we that surprised when Brock Lesnar's music hits at the beginning of the show? He's he just Brock Lesnar just comes to Raw now. Like it's a I, it's I a do goofy love thing. like he very clearly has a night flight at every time. That oh comes no doubt. Out, does the right. first segment? Peace. I'm done. Right. Yeah. You're not getting him back at the the, the ten o'clock hour. That's not happening. Um, but it is it is weird. I I love the segment with he and Miz. I did. I yeah, it was great. I thought it was tremendous. I thought it was a tremendous segment. I, and why wouldn't it be, right? It's, it's hey, Miz, Miz, Miz hey, on Miz, the mic. Right. Like, what else could you possibly ask for? Um, Boy, Lesnar spiked those guys on the F5. Those yeah. were some of the best F5s I've seen in a yeah, while. Yeah, he did. There is a little bit of awkwardness in how they followed that. So, okay. So, let's go from there. So, is there anything else we need to say about the main event picture? I mean, it just... I'm more excited week in and week out. I, I honestly am. I'm more excited every week. I think they've done an amazing job because there was a small part of me that was like, do I like the, the four-way more than I would just like Brock Lesnar versus blank for the title? And the truth is, at the time, I didn't. I'm totally sold on it. Like, I'm so excited. And I kind of always was. I knew I was getting something good out of it, but I'm so excited about what these four motherfuckers are going to do in one ring together that... Like, I'm almost worried that I have too much. Like, I'm, I'm anticipating too much that it might not... I, I might end up being disappointed in the process because they've just done such a good job of selling. You're going to see something so fucking amazing. Not just that. Yeah, they, I, they've sold all four of these guys as... You know, obviously Lesnar's above them, but the three of them are just a half step below, and they're all on a level playing field to the point where if anyone wins, it doesn't surprise me at all. I, I honestly think only Braun or Brock can win. Honestly, really? like I don't, I don't, I don't see a situation when Samoa Joe can win. I don't see a situation in which Roman wins unless he actually does turn heel. Um, I don't see a situation, uh, and if if they've already worked out so that Brock can fight John Bones Jones and still be in WWE, Brock will win. If they haven't worked that out like they did before when he fought Mark Hunt, then it'll end up being Braun Strowman. I think. I mean, look, I. I can make the argument. I'm with Aaron. I can make the argument for any four of those guys. Now, I don't think it's. Oh no, no, no! Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I I'm not saying I wouldn't be like it wouldn't be credible if they did. Right. I just yeah. don't. I just don't think that they have an actual chance. The, the only reason that I'm kind of I'm kind of on the same page with you as far as especially as far as Joe goes, though there is talk that Heyman has been saying, "Hey, yeah, I've seen that too." Yeah. yeah. I think Joe would be an excellent champion. For, for, for what it's worth, and obviously these odds are early, so like at this point it doesn't really matter what the odds are. Yeah, this is not because somebody has leaked the well, result. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah, this yeah. is Lesnar's the favorite, Joe's second favorite, Reigns 42, and then uh, Strowman's the long shot. That's surprising. Won. That's surprising. How, how, much, how much would I have to bet on Strowman, by the way? Uh, Strowman is 8-1, to one, so... Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's actually a yeah. pretty four, I, four to, four to yeah, nine. Right? Joe's five to two. Reigns is nine to two, and then uh, Strowman eight that to one. Might be worth going down and, and plunking yeah, a little actually, bit. That yeah, might yeah, be I think worth. Actually, yeah, and right? this site is what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the one I'm looking at is Patty Power. I know Five Dimes has line. Oh, here's the Five Dimes lines. Uh, yeah, there's there's a little less. They have Strowman a six to one. Obviously, but, yeah. as a as a professional athlete, AJ Francis would never bet on anything sports-related. He would certainly not do that. I mean, luckily for me, this is n- not sports-related. I guess that's a good point, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's entertainment. I, I, may, I may have plunked a little bit on uh, Corbin walking out of SummerSlam before those lines took a tumble. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not – I might be willing to throw a little bit down on Bron- – I mean, 8-1, to one, you said? 6-1 to one on the U.S. site, but yes. Oh. Well, can I bet on the other site? Am I allowed to bet? No. Oh, son of a bitch. 
I don't know how this stuff works. I mean, six to, six to one is still good. Yeah, it's not bad. You're right. There's still some money to be like, made I, there. I truly believe Braun Strowman is the one that's going to leave with the belt. So I'm thinking I'm going to put some down. All right. All right. Very good. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. They go, went, go right from this on Monday night. They go right from this confrontation at the beginning to smartly. Now they've, they had a match scheduled with Jason Jordan and and – you know, Curtis Axel's laid out, so they need a replacement. How lucky Jason Jordan? How lucky is Jason Jordan that Emma's wants him? What? Wait, what? How lucky is Jason Jordan that Emma wants him? Oh my God! Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just date Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan's <laughs> like, like, no, yes. that would be terrible. <laughs> don't do that. That would make somebody question my father's integrity. What you don't see now is Glenn is air writing his number out on the. Uh... <laughs> um. So so it. I think this actually served two purposes. One, oh, so next somebody else can bring up the fact that oh, you all you have to do is give your son a jobber and and he gets the opportunity yep. to be on the show. That's interesting. It serves that purpose. That's great. But on the flip side, what were you thinking? If you want Jason Jordan to be a face, do they? I, I don't know. That's the pro- I really don't know they, what they, they want they, right they now. They nonsensically brought up the booing last week on right. this TV when it didn't seem like And then they it were made bus- it worse this week. But but at the same time, you also had Corey Graves do the Bizarro Land Correct. line. Yeah, which, it's which, Bizarro Land. Which right. seems to be, oh, this, this isn't the reaction we actually want. It, it, makes, it made no sense. It's really weird, man. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Because if you're, if you're trying to get him over as a face, how about maybe don't have him face a guy who's probably from from that area you know like maybe that's well, not the best even if he's not for the air he's a canadian going against a guy with a giant you know united right. states flag like maybe not the best way to go about getting somebody over as a face i just don't i don't know this is the answer i don't know what they're trying to do there i don't know if they're purposely setting things up for an yeah. ultimate heel turn or if i i don't have an answer to that question but it was a little goofy that scenario um, what else do we need to touch on from Raw? We need to Bailey. touch on Bailey, yes. Bailey. So, we didn't know last week. Uh, apparently, we now do know. Although, does it feel weird enough the way, the way they went about doing it? Does it feel weird enough that they could still be leaving an option open for Bailey to still swoop her way back into a match? If, like, like if somehow she's okay, they've left enough of a storyline there that she could find a way back in? Yeah, but I don't think I, I think that the way that they went about that segment, it I think that was pretty You're trying clear. to set up a, a, a character change with Bailey. You think? not necessarily a character change, but I, I think going away for a little bit. I think that that was kind of a... see. It felt like this depressed Bailey thing. Like felt like we might see a different Bailey in the future. Like I mean, I Bailey needing a rebound is a you know that that's a good way to go. You know, if you're actually going to press fully press the reset button instead of going up and down and up and down and clearly you need to do something because that that reaction was stunning um yeah i mean i don't know the the crowd they were assholes well they were assholes but again like you're booing bailey who's going away and selling an injury angle and that's surprising even to assholes that's surprising Man, i don't know if anything is it yeah i was gonna <laughs> i'm, I'm kind of with aj i was waiting for him to chime in with this i I just sort of thought Monday night that crowd sucked so much. Like they clearly decided we're Toronto. We this is we want to prove this is wrestling country. That I almost I, I'm almost going to be dismissive of anything crowd related that occurred on Monday night because they were so bad. They sucked so much that 
I don't even know if that Philadelphia would look like that. I don't know that Philadelphia would boo Bailey right now. I just think this is weird dicks. We want to show that we're dicks. You know, like, I, it just felt like a whole different thing, which is weird because it didn't feel that way Tuesday night and they were still in Toronto on Tuesday night. Right. Right? Like, it felt like a, a decent and, crowd and on Tuesday fair, night. This isn't the first time we've heard Bailey boo. Like, obviously in Baltimore, she got booed a little bit. But, like, it, and that's just the thing. It was like, yeah, there are people being dicks, but usually it's being a dick to Roman Reigns. Usually it's a dick to being to whoever. Bailey's not normally the target. Not normally. No, I agree, but I just felt like it's a completely different type of crowd. I, I don't know. It felt really... And, and it might just be... It might be Bizarre Land. Like, they, it, you know, that could be it. Yeah. But it, it was weird. It was a little... It, it was weird. Well, I disagree with that. It was definitely weird. Um, who wins next week? Uh, I think it's some sort of a draw. Like You think it's all three tri- of them in yeah. one match? Yeah. You think at, at this point, it doesn't seem like they're doing the three horsewomen thing. Because they haven't made any sort of overtures to that. So I, I don't see how you leave Naya or Sasha out of SummerSlam. Yeah, AJ, what was the story on that? Uh, I mean, the information I was provided was that it was going to be 4-on-4. Four four, but I don't understand how that's shaken out either. I mean, what it could... I mean, there's nothing stopping it from still happening. I mean, well, there's still, not like, we still don't know what Charlotte or Becky are doing right, at SummerSlam. But, right. but you have one show to build, and that's something that you would. But want you don't. To, but that's that's the, that's the thing is, do you need to build it? Yeah, because you want Sports Illustrated and ESPN and everybody to be who are going to be there anyway. Who are but, but, be there anyway. but this is something that I mean, hypothetically, if if we're talking about them showing up, that's something that you can get some major mainstream play out of. But here's my you, thing. You don't want didn't two you, days. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on, but didn't you get major mainstream play out of it when she just came out of the crowd at WrestleMania? Yeah, but I'm saying that this would be so, – if she is in a match, then that's something that you want people to be building towards, to be talking about leading up to it. And I think you want at least two to three weeks of mainstream play going into this, that, oh, this is happening, she's going to do this, she's getting in the ring, this isn't just her jumping out of the crowd. I, I think that – I mean, if it's but here's my here's here's my here's my thing though. Brock Lesnar's in the main event. Are you really getting that much more of a crowd from Ronda Rousey as opposed to who would already be tuning in to see Brock Lesnar? I think you. I mean, I don't. I think you could. Yes, I think you could a little bit. You more think from you, you? I think you Ronda think so Rousey, after John. You think after John Bones Jones called out Brock Lesnar in the middle of the ring after he won one of the most anticipated fights in UFC history, you think Ronda Rousey would bring more of a crowd than Brock Lesnar? I think she could. I think Ronda Rousey's first ever wrestling match is a something you want to make a very big deal. Yes. Let me let me ask a question: Is Ronda Rousey still under contract in the UFC? No one knows. No. Really. No. She's. I thought I thought she was. I thought, I thought she still, was, and they but were just it, giving her a, uh, yeah. a, a respite of some sort. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought was that, and and they were kind of letting her do whatever. Is there any chance they thought they were going to get something worked out? They weren't able to work it out, and now they're trying to figure out what they can do instead, right? I, and and I think that I mean we know that possible because uh, one of them I can't remember which it wasn't Basler, it wasn't Ronda. One of the other uh, horsewomen did show up this week at the performance center. Um, so it's possible that they're just saying, okay, we're going to do this in the future. We're still going to do this. We couldn't well, get it or, done for SummerSlam. Or they can't do four-on-four, four, but they could do, you know, it could be Becky and Charlotte versus two of them, and Ronda's there. Yeah, I mean, like I, just, not... I just think that with one show, that you know, again, I feel like if they were going that route. Okay, well, then we what do you think they're doing with Becky and Charlotte? There's no way they're not having Charlotte Flair involved in SummerSlam. I, I mean, at this point, the most likely thing seems like a tag match. 
with Tamina and Lana. As bad as that sounds, like that just seems like the way they're going. You had the, you know, you had the match between Charlotte and Lana. You had Tamina go up to Lana after saying, you know, I'm going to take the, you know, whatever she said. And it, I mean, this definitely was. I don't think was their plan, but I think that this is their fallback. I mean, they're not promoting that either. But they're, they're I mean, they at least have Lana and Charlotte interacting. I hear you. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting what they're going to end up doing there. It's goofy. I I would probably tend to agree that the best thing to do would be to have both Nia and Sasha. I really, I think that Nia should be the champion coming out of SummerSlam. Like, I'm more and more convinced that, like, that, that it's getting more and more. It just depends more, where you are. It's just getting more and more that. difficult to justify her not being the. Like, how many times can you have someone who looks like that be in a match with an opportunity and not win the belt? Right? Like,. It almost becomes kind of a bit at some point that how many different ways can we do this? Like, I, I, there's no way that, and I like Sasha Banks, there's no way that in the real world Sasha Banks should be able to win a one-on-one matchup with Nia Jax, right? Like, it, it, sort of summoning others, something other than something, something superhuman, right? Like, how many times are can you we keep the, doing are, hold this? Hold on, hold on, hold on, just so we're clear. That's your point that you're making right now, and you're the same person that wanted to see Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, just so we're clear. Yes, because that was the character that you created with Daniel Bryan. He was doing superhuman things. That was the concept. And again, I haven't had a problem with it the 50 times they've done it so far. But at some point... At some point, if you keep putting Nia Jax in these situations... She is like most girls if she keeps losing. Right! Like, how can you keep arguing that Nia Jax is this dominant unbelievable powerhouse if every time she has an opportunity she's figuring out a different way to lose like i i just you can't keep doing that forever i mean she's only had like two one-on-one opportunities because you come up with these creative ways that, that it's not going to be one-on-one it's going to be this man and everybody's going to try to take out nia jackson all this you it's it's comical it's what are you going to do this time in order to try to prevent Nia Jax from becoming champion at some isn't point that literally isn't that literally what you just said they're going to do with brock lesnar no, I, I think Brock Lesnar is not going to be. I, I think Brock Lesnar is going to do the thing that Brock Lesnar does, which is be very little involved in a match. Because Brock Lesnar, if you've paid attention, doesn't typically have long matches that he's involved with. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. We just talked about how you know Royal Rumble. He got powerbomb through a table, and that's how to get him out of it. Blah blah blah. And then we have a one-on-one but, match. But then they had him come back. That, and that, yeah. that was two and a half years ago, as opposed to every right. other week for the past eight months with Nia. And, and again, they also had him return to the match. Hold on. So you're saying Nia Jax has had a title shot every other week for the past eight months? Not not a direct in, title shot, but she's picture. been in the picture. She's been involved in the women's championship picture for forever. And there have just been any multitude of ways they figured out to not have her become the champion. And yet she's still supposed to be, when you refer to her, this dominant powerhouse, all of these things, despite the fact that she never wins. And I don't know how long you do that before it just sort of becomes goofy. I, I think you can. I mean, I, I I mean her last I mean her last shot at the at getting a title shot, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it was a gauntlet match and she beat five people and then lost the last one. Right. So it, it's not like it, it was she it, she lost she lost and was also dominant. But it, it was match. the 50th different thing they did to prevent her becoming the champion. Well, how can we do it this time? Oh, we'll have her beat literally everyone else, but then lose to the last person, which is like when we had everyone try to defeat. Like, they've done everything they can possibly do short of just giving Nia Jax. At some point, 
if she really is this dominant, she's got to win the belt at some point. And she should. I agree. Because she's Nia Jax. I agree. And she, I think that she will. And that's what I said three weeks ago when we were talking about what I thought was going to happen at uh, SummerSlam with the, the four horsewomen. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, I don't see it under the same glasses that you do. Well, I think you're trying. I, I don't think that you're. Uh, this is. I think this is very much a uh, we're splitting hair situation right now. Right. I think that we're we're essentially in agreement. This is Nia Jax. Nia Jax should be a champion at some point. Like correct. B- b- sooner than later, by the way. I don't correct. think it's the end of the world that she hasn't won it yet. But I think at some point you gotta let her have the belt because she's Nia Jax and she should be a champion. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 We'll deal with that in a second. Sorry. Um, what else? What, what else we need to touch on from Raw? Uh, to revival out that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. I, I don't know, and wh- I, I wonder what it, where it puts the Hardys. You, you can throw them into a match with the with the Good Brothers, but um, like that that's about all you can do at this point. Well, which is a- kind of crazy when you think that it's the Hardys at SummerSlam. Okay, but what else is there? Any chance? I guess what we haven't talked about yet is the, is the, the, the Dean Seth thing yeah. and the. So I didn't get to see. I didn't get to see the whole show. What happened to the revival? Uh, th- it, this wasn't on screen. This was at a house show. I believe it was Daw- one of them. I believe it was Dawson. Uh, got injured. They are probably out for a little while now. And damn, yeah, yeah it sucks. that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I, I don't know. So AJ, did you see what happened with with Seth and Dean? Yes. Okay. So, is there any chance that they're trying to swerve that and just turn that into Seth versus Dean now? And that way they can get the Hardys back into a title match. Is there any chance that that's all a a redirection? That the plan was going to be Seth and Dean versus Cesaro and Sheamus, but because when we lost the revival, it doesn't really make sense to the Hardys and the Good Brothers. So let's pivot both of them. Let's now have Seth and Dean face each other at SummerSlam, and let's or, have or and you could always do this. You could have you could keep working the bit where. Um they're going back and forth and they don't really like to trust each other. And, and then like they finally, and so you put them in a match with the Hardys and the Hardys win the match because they don't trust each other until it's too late. And then after the match, they're like, Oh man, we really got to come together. If we're going to do this, like blah, 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 blah. And then you can make it a triple threat. Um, you could do that. I mean, you certainly could. What did you make of the way they handled it with Seth and Dean? I, me personally, I thought it was just they are waiting for that, you know, the fist pump until uh, SummerSlam, and they just want the explosion. But at then, SummerSlam. Ha- but then, how do you get it at SummerSlam? You force them into a tag tie, like you, you have Kurt say, "You guys are going to be in the tag Some, championship somehow, match." I mean, somehow you have it where they they both, you know, they agree. All right, we're going to fight to take these guys out, or something like that. And then you uh, you finally get the all right, we are brothers I, now. I as have to, to just I got to admit. I think I wish they would have changed script on Monday night. The place was so batshit yeah. in that moment that I wish they would have paid it off. I don't know that you can get that again, dragging out. Like I, I get it, it's Brooklyn. You'd like to think that you should be able to get that at SummerSlam, but like that place, a crowd that sucked, a crowd that sucked balls all night, was losing their s. And you had an opportunity to sort of create a moment 
that was a la, you know, Daniel Bryan on top of the, yeah, the cage, yeah. right? Like, with everybody losing their shit. Yep. You had the opportunity to create that. I almost wish someone would have called an audible yeah, there and said, fuck it, let's just do this right now because it's too much value to it. Uh, I can see that. I mean, it, it just... Yeah, I mean, it, it also, it was a little weird, the fact that, you know... Rollins was so mad that you know he didn't get it. he wanted it so badly to prove himself to each other, and you know and then he just decides to walk away like it it didn't quite sync up to me. And it's, I, I look and there's still more work to do there and they'll have time to do it. But I felt that way. I felt it was sort of like that should have been the one. That should have been the one. Uh, all right. Anything else for Monday that we got to touch on? Not really. All right, very good. Uh, we will grab a break. We still need to get to uh, SmackDown. Oh, you know what, AJ? Why don't you promote? Um, you know, people can people can now pre-order your record, and and some of us actually have, unlike other people I know. Yeah, you know, I got some good friends and some shitty <laughs> friends, but yeah, uh, you know, you can go on my uh, my Instagram Francis underscore Sports or my uh, Twitter AJ Francis four one zero, and just click the link, and uh, you can pre-order the album. And if you pre-order the album, I'll send you the full album within twenty four hours. So, um, you know. Uh, it's just like a thank you to anybody who pre-orders it, because like when you get a, a over, like when you get a lot of pre-orders, um, iTunes will like highlight your album when it comes out. So that was this is the marketing plan I came up with to have people pre-order it, and then I'll just send you the full album. And also, if you pre-order the album, it's it's like thirty percent off, or like forty percent off. So it's cheaper and it's dope, and it's uh, nineteen songs for seven bucks. So uh, I mean, I really truly feel like. Uh, it's the best deal I've ever given anyone in my life, and any artist has ever given anybody, for sure. <laughs> you can go right now, check it out. I pre-ordered it. I also already had the record, so I've agreed that I'm going to donate mine to uh, a needy college athlete who's not allowed to have money for some reason. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm better donate. watch out about eligibility rules there. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. He's accepting uh, a gift. Come uh, on. All right, we'll grab a break here. Uh, when we come back in, we'll talk about SmackDown. Still to come, ACH. And we got a new friend of the show that we're going to introduce you to. Uh, uh, this week as well. So all that's still to come. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Many people know about Goodwill through donating clothes and furniture. Did you know that Goodwill also accepts vehicle donations? Goodwill accepts vehicles in running or non-running condition. When you donate a vehicle, you can steer clear of all of the headaches associated with trying to sell a car yourself. It's fast, simple, and reliable, and you also receive a tax deduction. When you donate to Goodwill, know that your donation is being used to help someone find a job. Last year, we provided job training services to people in need of assistance because of physical, mental, or other social barriers and placed over 3,000 into jobs. To donate your vehicle to Goodwill, visit givethegoodwill.org or call 866-492-2770. That's givethegoodwill.org, 866-492-2770. Uso! Day one is indeed H. Back in here on Jobbing Out, segment number two. Glenn Clark and Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Uh, AJ, unfortunately, did indeed get called to uh, uh, walk through as we taped on Wednesday this week. And they have a preseason game against the Ravens tomorrow night. So uh, he had duck out, but that's all right. We will soldier through. We still have a lot of great stuff to do on today's show. ACH is going to join us. And as I alluded to, we've got a new, uh, new friend that we've made that we're going to be welcoming into studio uh, from the professional wrestling business. 
um, uh, Eric, Eric from uh, PWE. In um, the uh, you need to have your microphone on in yeah, the uh, Philadelphia, <laughs> New Jersey area, uh, is going to be stopping in to see us today. So looking forward to that. Um, let's get into SmackDown. I got a couple of things that I want to touch on, Aaron. All right. First, um, I only know this because you and I talked off the air. We're actually in agreement on on something that occurred. As soon as they announced a non-title match between the champion Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton, you knew damn well what the result was going to be. Because whenever there's a non-title match involving a champion in the WWE, you know the champion ain't winning that match. It's never. I don't think it's happened in the last decade. I don't think there's been a single one, a, a, <laughs> a single occurrence of it. So you knew what was going to happen. I still think that they did the wrong thing. There. Of course they did. And of not, course they did. Not, but okay, I want to. I want to clarify that. I think. They do a lot of times. The champion should be able to win a match that isn't for the. T- you know what I mean? Like I right, think right. There's something very unique about this circumstance. Well, the fact that okay, so you have a match in 12 days with the champion, yeah. not with this guy. You have this guy going into a different feud in Randy Orton. There's no real reason for Randy Orton to win other than oh, he's lost a lot. So yeah, he, I mean there, there is to get some sort of heat, right? But. I think it's more important in this case to keep the heat on Jinder Mahal, considering he's going into a match with someone completely different. Well, and this is the—it is—I think it would go a long way, not to validating him as a champion, but it, I think it would have served more of a purpose. Randy Orton's taken a bunch of losses and is still Randy Orton. Right. He's Randy Orton. He's going to be Randy Orton. Giving Jinder Mahal a clean victory over Randy Orton, even despite the fact that it wasn't on a pay-per-view and it wasn't for the title— I think gives him further validation. Even if it wasn't clean. Going into... I, it didn't even need to be clean. But like they've if, done... Okay, well, he's had enough wins over Randy Orton that he doesn't uh, well, need Well, yeah, another. I mean, for, first of all, we didn't need the match again. We just did not need the match that, again. That part is true. But we he didn't need another disputed victory over Randy Orton. So I would actually argue that if you're going to... If the debate is another disputed victory for Jinder Mahal or a clean win for Randy Orton, I would have given... I This was the perfect place to give Jinder Mahal a clean win, make him look more credible as a champion going into SummerSlam than what he's looked so far. Yes. Um, and not really hurt Randy Orton in the process. Um, I guess they thought the moment was bigger for doing something for the Randy Orton-Rusev match, which is why... Why are you pushing... I mean, in that case, it almost... You know, you've, you've disputed my use of prioritize in the past... But if you're saying that we're going to do this because we need to get put more heat on the Randy Orton Rusev match, well, the, don't you need more heat on the title match? Shouldn't that be your thought process going in there? Because I think in the process, you haven't necessarily diminished because it's still a title match, right? That's the but it certainly does. The matchup doesn't look better. That's for sure. Well, I, I would agree that it doesn't look better. I don't know that. I don't know how much worse it looks because I think we can, in character, argue that part of Jinder's deal is that. I don't care as much if the, t- that the title is what matters to me. That, and, and, and again, and we've do- seen this in the past, say it. Make it explicit. I, I don't disagree with that. I think he should say that. And I think that he's said it in other circumstances that you should be able to follow that. But yes, I think he should say it last night or I think he should say it next Tuesday. Hey, look, yeah, I lost, but that's because I didn't really care that much about it. It wasn't a title match. When the title's at stake, I'm going to win. You know, like I, I think that's a simple thing for him to say and fits what... Everything we've seen from Jinder Mahal is he's willing to go to any length possible in order to protect the title. If it's a non-title match, who gives a shit? I'm here to be the champion and to have the title. I'm not here for for wins and losses. I just thought in that moment, getting 
some more credibility for Jinder Mahal would have looked good. You know, if could you do both things? Could you have both done that and still beat built hill built heat towards Randy Orton Rusev? Yeah, there are ways to again, but I think the easiest way is to avoid this. I don't think there was no reason to really have it on. I agree with that. I I agree. I mean, I don't know if this is like a, a, a some sort of do good. Like, hey, we had to have Randy Orton take a bunch of losses to uh, a, a guy that you know we wouldn't. People coming into the year would not have expected him losing to. So let's try to do something for him. To pre- I don't know what the thought process was to it, but yes, I agree. It was completely unnecessary, and I don't think it benefited really anyone with the only argument being it benefits Orton who doesn't need the benefit correct correct um it feeds into the other thing that they did which is the second straight week that they've done this now which is specifically for Smackdown they want you going to the WWE Network the moment the show goes off the air they want you conditioned that at 10 o'clock you and, and this is a tricky thing to do because even with smart TVs, it probably takes a second. Yep. Um, it's not as easy as clicking another channel on your regular television. They want you conditioned that on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock, you are turning to the WWE Network. And so they're, for a second straight week, action after the show goes off the air. This week, they did a little bit better of a job of letting you know. Hey, you need to turn this on. Something's going on here by having at the very last second of the broadcast. That's a really difficult thing to do in a live broadcast, yeah. by the way. Credit to them. For yeah, that. that that was fantastic. We've That's, seen we've seen them botch that in the past. That just because because it is such a hard out for them for right. that for right. on, uh, Tuesdays. on Tuesdays. On Mondays they can do whatever they want to do right. essentially. On Tuesdays they, they have gotta the be off out. the so air. To time it out so perfectly. Yeah, credit to them. Absolutely. I mean that was a really great piece of live television to hit it at that exact yep. moment. Um now sh- should that have been followed with Michael Cole screaming out something like, better get to the network now, like something Probably. like that. Probably. Um, it's interesting they're doing it this way. It's interesting based on the conversation we had last week about network subscriptions. I think it's a 205 Live thing. I think they want to more, you know, if they're going to be doing a live broadcast for 205 Live, they need to get more viewers. One way to get more viewers, make sure that SmackDown feeds into 205 Live. I mean, there's something to be said for that. I think it could end up being, I think it could be both. I think that you could absolutely see we need to do some more things on the network that aren't just TV shows. You know what I mean? Like, we need to do... God bless uh, uh, Ride Along, but Ride Along isn't driving people to the network. Would it drive people to the network if programming is happening there? And how can programming happen there without us taking away from the programming that we're already doing on the air? Well, if it's five minutes of programming, that's interesting. You know, like that's right. an interesting concept that I don't know that people are are considering outside of like YouTube format. You know, I don't know if the idea of doing Let's do five minutes of programming. And yes, then you have a show that follows. Then you're going right into 205 Live. But let's do five minutes of our programming that would right. otherwise be on, the, on USA. Let's put that on the WWE Network. And if enough relevant things happen there, get it. you can't change a title in that five-minute span. But if there's enough relevant things happening there and people get accustomed to it, does that drag a right. subscription out of someone? Does that make someone on the fence say... I don't want to miss, you know, Baron Corbin attacking John Cena. I don't want to miss these things. I need to go subscribe. It's interesting. I'm not in any way opposed to it. Oh, I, I think it, you know, again, as long as they're not 
rely, you know, as long as it's relevant, they're not doing it for the sake of doing it, but there's something interesting going and, right, on and it a, makes sense. That's a good point, too. Um, yeah, no, there's no reason not to do it. You, you have the network. You don't have to worry about time constraints if you want to have it where, you know, there's a 15-minute segment for whatever reason. Again, as long as it, I, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't go to that well too many times, yeah. but if there is a good reason to do it, I have no problem I, with I hear it. you. I think that at that point, you're just doing a TV show. You know what I mean? And I also think that's tricky for your TV partners, where your TV partner is going to say, why aren't we getting that? Because why? you're only giving us two hours. You know, that, and then I, there's, a, there's a very okay, clear but thing. That's, especially but when we're giving you two hours. Down. Well, I know, but I think there's a very clear, you know, we have a hard out here. We have all this content. We need to get it on. Yeah. And if, if you're going to give us a hard out, then we have to do this. We don't have a choice. Yeah, that's why I think that, I think that five-minute content is interesting. I think it's an interesting... Um, in sports, we've seen this company, 120 Sports, try to exist within everything is two minutes. Two minutes, two right. minutes, two minutes, two minutes, because that's what they figure you'll watch. You'll watch a two-minute video clip when you go to any website. You'll watch two minutes you've got. You've got two minutes. Well, it, it's the part in the, you know, go dates back to part, right. the start part in the interruption. Right. If you have a timer there, you know what's coming up, you know what's going. Yeah, right. you know, exa- you know, it's going so to jump from topic to topic. You're never going to get bored. What else we need to touch on from SmackDown? Uh, Kevin Owens was wonderful. And, and, and you know what? It Surprise. Was not, not just wonderful, but like I, I, was, I was tweeting last week. I was like, they got to do the Shane McMahon screwing Austin bit. Like that's what Owens should do. And then they did. It was amazing. Like logical continuity playing to the past. Absolutely. They got the network plug in there because they used the network logo to show Shane McMahon screwing over Stone Cold. Uh, it was, you know, for – all the crap we talk about about forgetting things when they no, bring was, something back from great. the past, it's it's really great, completely logical. Yep, it was really great, one hundred percent logical. Um, you know, I still, I still feel like that's, I, I, I still feel like that's really what we the match that we should be getting. I, I don't know. I the, the question is where are they going? Why is this right? You know, right? I I like I love the fact that he brought up the fact that hey, as of a few months ago, oh, yeah, Shane right. was feuding with oh, AJ, right, yeah, yeah. like. You know, Shane could very well screw AJ oh, over very here. relevant in storyline. I agree. Um, I mean, but yes, the question is, why are they having it yeah, this style is, match? Yes, yes. correct. Um, I love what they did with Nakamura. I thought they, they need to do more of that. More, um, more of the... Controlled, yeah. Yeah, controlled interviews with the highlights going over it. You're not just watching him talk, because that's not his strong point. But he can talk, as we... You know, he was good talking there. And when it was the talking over, seeing the highlight videos, that's how you hype up Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, and it worked. Yep. I mean, absolutely, it worked. Um, you know, is it? I well, let's. You know, what, I'm going to leave it alone. I guess my question becomes: Could you do that if he's champion? Right? You know, how if he becomes champion, can you do that? I don't. I don't know. But also, I'm convinced that he's not walking out of SummerSlam as the champion. Right. So it's it's sort of a moot point right now. And so I'll just deal with it if if and when it comes. We'll, yep. we'll discuss that then. Um, we got another uh, uh, Twin Peaks uh, Brizango segment. I, I enjoyed the Arn Tully line. That was fun. It was very good. I, that and and since I guess they made pretty, like he's they're not the overall Arn's not the overall no. person here. No. no, no, yeah, and they that's what I'm saying is they didn't just say oh crap we've run into a corner let's just make right. this a joke like Corn Swoggle being the uh, the GM you know uh, so I I'm do, fine with it. I I, I don't I don't think. There's got to be more people like me that don't really understand the Twin Peaks thing at all. Right. right? But like, it's, it's getting them attention. But yet, and it's working. Yeah, no, it's, it's getting them attention because there's not a lot, but the people who love Twin Pre- Peaks really love Twin Peaks, and they are the people who are on top of 
Entertainment Weekly and a lot of these other things, so they're getting the mainstream press for it. So yeah, go back to that. Well, I, mean, I got I, no yeah, problems. With sure, it. I just I. Do oh yeah, no, it's it's absolutely one hundred percent over my head. Yeah, it makes no sense, but it's funny. But the Arn Tully line right. was yep. amazing. No question, uh, amazing. And uh, Corbin got new music. Right, which you think is an ex- example number a hundred of of why they're headed towards him as champion. Yep. Uh, I I don't disagree. So I I debate you, but I think you're right about that. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's typically the way that it works, no doubt. All right, is that about it? SmackDown. <sighs> that's yeah. about. I mean, it just everything Raw and SmackDown this week was all less specific right, to not... Raw and SmackDown, and more. I'm not saying it a bad way. Yeah, and more just like okay, we're we're seeing okay now this match is official. Now this match is right. God, there's a lot of ma- I, there. You are, did point that out. I saw that you pointed like, that out. On. Assuming Miz is defending, which isn't official yet, and assuming that the uh, that Sheamus and Cesaro are defending, that, that's 15 matches on the card. Well, and that's not having anything for Charlotte. Charlotte uh, or yeah, excuse me, no, that was in, 13, including those two. 13, and then if you have Charlotte, Becky, and the Hardys involved, that's at least 15 matches. Well, I mean, I mean, it is six hours. It's a two-hour pre-show and four-hour show. Yeah, they got a lot of time. They got a lot of time. That's just crazy. Play. 15 matches. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. All right, uh, we got a lot that we want to do in our third segment. Um, I want to just talk some wrestling. ACH is going to be in town this weekend with Evolve, so let's talk to him. And uh, let's meet Eric from PWE and have him tell us what they're all about. We'll do it all in segment number three. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. This is Jobbing Out. It's summer, which means you're driving somewhere. It might be Ocean City, maybe Wildwood or the Outer Banks, wherever it is. You're driving there, and you haven't driven that far in a while. So you need to go to Full Circle Tire and Auto first, 1304 Governor's Court, Unit 110 in Abingdon, because they're going to give you a free road trip check and a free battery check, plus the best prices on tires in town and $79.95 AC services all summer long. Don't wait until you're on the road to find out there was something wrong with your vehicle. Go to Full Circle Tire. Tyron Auto first. You can call 410-676-2277. That's 410-676-CARS or visit FullCircleTyronAuto.com to find out more. Back in here for segment number three. It is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. No AJ for this segment, but that's all right because we found an even better athlete to chat with is uh, Evolve, who you know we love. And if you've ever been to an Evolve show, you've got to love them as well. They are coming back to the MCW Arena in Joppa this Friday night. Um, for what should be a great night, Evolve 90. This man is a part of it. He is a hell of a talent. He is the great ACH, and he joins us here on Jobbing Out. ACH, it's uh, Glenn and Aaron. It's good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Man. Absolutely, man. You, This is such a cool – when you guys have come and done these shows, the, the interaction, the feedback, everything is – the shows have been amazing – um, how great of an area has this been for you these last couple of years being a part of, uh, of Evolve? Well, for me personally, this has been my, this will be my second time in Joppa. I okay. Believe. Yeah. So I just joined, um, the Evolve crew earlier this year. So, and since then, I believe they've only been once. And the but, first time but you've been to the stuff. area plenty. You've been to Baltimore plenty, being a part of Ring of Honor as well. Like just the area in general. Oh, the area in general is awesome. I love it. Uh, definitely uh, one of my favorite places to wrestle outside of Texas. Um, 
like, yeah, the, the fans are incredible. The atmosphere is great. They come to watch wrestling, which I think is always the most important thing to do as a wrestling fan when you leave the house to go to a show. Because, sadly, there are people that actually do leave the house, pay money to go to a wrestling show, and seem like they don't want to be entertained at I, all. I can't imagine any of those people. That doesn't that doesn't ring no, a bell to me. No, I can't think of all. anybody who would be like that. Wrestling fans are <laughs> wrestling fans are mostly really good uh, good people who never try to make it about themselves. They're never dicks at all. Like I, I just can't think of uh, at all what you're referring to. ACH doesn't mean yeah, they're like yeah. what? who would who would have thunk it right? Like you know those people that. You know, go on the internet and say like, "Hey, you know, <laughs> three stars." You know what I mean? Like, okay. See, my thing is, if you were gonna rate, like, to me, I have no problem with rate systems, like between fans. But when you like tag me in it because you want me to see it, I think like then I think it's an issue. I feel like if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. But when it's in sight, it's in mind, and then that's when the issue is. You know what I mean? Like, and then also too. Like Reba, like if you get, there are people that get paid to rate movies. Like that's their job. That makes them a professional, right? Like that's their job. But if you just rate matches just because you want to rate matches, like don't tag me in it. Like I have, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like and I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that. I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Especially if it's negative. You know what I mean? Like, if, right. me, yeah, if you want to tell me how great yeah, I am, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, five star match, which is you know the tag match on uh, Friday, definitely going to be a five star match, I'm sure. Then definitely, yeah, tag exactly going to be a five star. Like me and Ethan Page, that's all we deliver is six star matches. Sorry, I had to correct you. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I mean, my thing is don't, don't, don't. Don't come at me with negativity. And then if it's negativity, don't do it publicly. Just send me a message. Like, if you think my match sucked, you think it was two stars, just send me a message. And then we can have a nice, privately discussion about it. There's no need of trying to bring it out in the public so you can get attention for it. And, oh, come on, let it go. But who needs to rate me and Ethan Page? But, like, who needs to rate me and Ethan Page matches when they're going to be six stars? Yeah, anyway? you already know. Like, you already know what you're getting. There's no doubt. Six yeah. stars? Why, why just six stars? Why aren't we going seven and eight here? We're breaking the system whoa, anyways. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's six stars going in, but after, it's always an eight and a ten. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. You can't overhype the matches now. Come on, come on. Dude, you mentioned coming over to Evolve and, and, and getting there earlier this year. Evolve has been going through such a special time, but... I think in general, the decision that you made, you know, Ring of Honor on television, right, like has been established for a number of years. You made yeah. this decision to jump over and do the Evolve thing. Can you sort of take us through why you made the decision that you made and, and how it sort of played out for you and how happy you are with having made that decision? Well, you know, when I left Ring of Honor, um, I wasn't happy. I was borderline depressed and just I, I was I was exhausted with wrestling. I was literally at a point um, if if I if anyone's married here, you'll understand. Where you get we to both a point, are. Yep, yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. So like you know, if you ever watch the movies, because you guys can be happily married. Um, so if but Aaron's only been that, married for like a day, so he is still happy. Like he's still <laughs> he's still happy. That'll come. I'm happy sometimes. It's like sometimes I'm really happy. But, you right, know, so yeah. Like, so, like, with wrestling, like, so, like, in marriages, you know, you get to that point where it just becomes the norm. Like, you're only doing it because it, because you feel like you have to, right? Like, it's just like, okay, like, you know, you don't want to get a divorce because you do love her. 
You know what I mean? Like you're just sticking it out for what you know, whatever reason. You know what I mean? Getting a little too real I, over here. <laughs> right, but that's how I but that's how I felt in Ring of Honor. I felt like I was just really just going because I felt like I had to. I felt like, you know, I got down on one knee years ago and I made this commitment with someone and I gotta stick it out. And you know, and 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 with wrestling being the real woman that I truly wanted to be with. It was either stick with Ring of Honor and completely just leave the woman that I love or just be with this woman that I absolutely, you know, have this disdain for at the time at the time, you know. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just leave. And then by leaving, like there was just so many opportunities for me out there. Other women that, you know, definitely, you know, were going to treat me better, if you will. And I mean, you know, wrestling, I fell back in love with wrestling. Evolve definitely helped ignite that love for wrestling again. It gave me that passion, that hunger that I think everybody needs in them. And, I mean, being in Evolve, is just, it's just helped my creativity. It's helped me just grow as a performer, as a person. I, I love it, man. And, and not only do I get to do what I love, I get to do it with my best friend, Ethan Page. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. You keep bringing up Ethan. And Ethan, if, if nothing else, he is amazing. I mean, he's amazing in the ring, but he's amazing on uh, social media and just uh, promoting all the matches. Just what, what's, uh, what's it like to deal with him on uh, social media alone? It's great. I mean... It was it was bound to happen because like you know everybody now wrestling has become like this like trolling has become this like cool thing where everybody wants to troll now but like there's only to me there's only like two people that troll properly and it was me and Paige and we never planned it it just like it just had to happen like it was the butterfly effect <laughs> like it just had like uh, it just came to that like you know what I mean it just came to that point where it was like yes. This has to happen. It was like the movie Step Brothers. Like, like they were destined to be with each other, and that's how it was for me and him. <laughs> he was doing his own trolling thing. I was doing my own trolling thing, and then next thing you know, like it all just came ahead. It all just came together. It just flows very well. He completes me. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's working out. There's no doubt about that. ACH is with us here on uh, jobbing out. As Evolve will be at the MCW Arena in Joppa on Friday night. Um, and it's, it's always such an amazing time when Evolve is in town. Hey, you know, one of the cool things, obviously, about um, this particular Evolve show is that this will be the last one for Leo Rush, who we know is moving on. Uh, suddenly, the Internet now hates Leo because uh, he doesn't sell well enough for the Internet's liking. What, <laughs> n- knowing what you know about um, wrestling fans and knowing what you know about Leo, a guy that you've been working with now for a little bit, and, and obviously he was at Ring of Honor as well, um, what's your reaction when you see Leo Rush ruined wrestling? He killed the business. Come on. Yeah, right? I <laughs> thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I also took it as an opportunity to make fun of him and make fun of everything. That's what I do. I don't, I don't care. Like, if he wants to jump off freaking buildings that are on fire by holding a baby, by doing, like, a pile driver, like, that's like that's up to him, man. That'd like, be a pretty good I mean? spot right there. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this whole notion of like, oh, you it like it takes a lot to kill a business this huge. You know what I mean? Like, not one thing is gonna kill the business. You know what I mean? Like, come on, like we all grew up in the Attitude Era. Like, if we were all wrestlers then, I'm pretty sure there would have been a lot of stuff that would have offended us or just made us go, wait a minute, that's not wrestling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
who cares? I don't care, man. It doesn't bother me. Again, like it don't affect my pay and it don't affect my day. <laughs> it, don't, it don't bother me. Now, if some promoter comes up to me and tells me like, hey, we expect for you to do the same thing that uh, Leo did, then then we may have some issues. But other than that, who cares? Okay. <laughs> He's, let me uh, just to have the question. Right. And I'm not trying. I am not an Internet dick. I went, well, sometimes I am, but not normally. Is there anything to be said for it? Maybe there should be some more selling. Maybe, you know, there's certain things that, that should be sold a little bit more. Or is it just Internet dickery? I agree. I agree. Um, I, I think that there should be definitely some things should be sold. So from my understanding, the purpose of that whole moment with Leo was because it was the character. Right. You know right I mean? yeah. So that's where you supposed to just, you know what I mean? Like you're supposed to just take away what is wrestling because for that, for that, for that audience that knows that character, that's their story. They know that. If you're just a casual fan and go, you know what, I just want to watch this match just because, you know, like, yeah, I just want to watch this match. I just want to see Otani for the show and whatever, whatever. And you watch that match and you don't know the character, the story or anything, and he does something like that. That's going to irritate you, right? Like, that's going to, you can, like, but you don't understand it. That's for that audience that has followed that character and, you know, so on and so on. You know what I mean? I just think that people are just, just like I, literally we are in a generation we are in a day and age where twitter and social media gives us so much power and instead of using that power for good we complained <laughs> I mean, and, and, and is the big problem that we're basing you know anyone who took took an opinion on this was basing it off of a 10 second gif that's true too exactly and then i remember there were people just like well you know it's for character and everybody's like no no he should have blah 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 and i'm like oh my god come on undertaker for years convinced us that he was an actual dead man <laughs> you know what i mean like, hulk hogan was no no uh, no selling tombstones and every you know he was no selling everything that was his yeah, you know what i mean like you, you know what i mean it's not a slap in the audience face it like it like it for the most part if you don't follow the story like they always tell us like follow stories you know get invested in characters well there are people that are invested in the character that understand the story so they get it for the people that don't just just let it go it's none of your business okay you don't get it you know what i mean, you know what I mean? like it don't don't get like don't give it two cents. If you do, don't even do it publicly. Just let it go. I just, I just want to note that ACH just went full on frozen. Let it go. Let <laughs> yeah, it go. Yeah, like for real, man. Yeah, right. I hear you, man. I, hear I you. like. I just think that like everybody just likes to have their opinion and just likes to feel important and feel entitled and like I get it. We're in the land of free of you know free speech, but like come on, man. Sometimes <laughs> your free speech can be a little too expensive. Like. It's no, it's not worth it. Come on, let it go. Were, were you ever told that you were killing the business? Was there ever a match you had that uh, drew the ire of these fans? <laughs> uh, I've never been told that I'm killing the business. I mean, it's a pretty bold statement to say you're killing the business. I, I feel right? like it's a like, badge of honor these days, though. Right? If you haven't been told you're killing the business, you're not quite there yet. <laughs> but, it, but in my mind, what gives... And, and I'm not knocking any fans or anything. No, you can do that. I it's am. fine. You can go ahead and knock fans. That's, I was going to say, maybe it's I right. am, maybe I'm not. But what gives, personally, what gives anybody the right that doesn't have 
any type of like real credentials in professional wrestling to say that someone's killing the business. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I remember there was a match at Wrestle Circus. It was uh, Flip Gordon versus Sammy Guevara. And oh my God. Sounds I, awesome. Oh my God. You liked it? I, I, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like a potentially fun match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. But I watched this match. I watched this match sitting next to um, Tully Blanchard. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, hang on a second. What does oh, he yeah. know about the business, oh, though? Yeah. What does Tully Blanchard know about the business? Before we go, before we go, Tully Blanchard is probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Very just, cool, just cool in general. Very approachable. There are a lot of legends, uh, just you know, older guys in professional wrestling that have been doing this. Just that have that stature of of his that are just not very approachable. But he is very approachable. But I remember at some point in the match. He just got up and he just walked away. Now, he probably didn't get up and walk away because of the match. He probably just was, you know, just, okay, I'm just ready to go. But I remember going backstage and he was, he happened to be outside and I happened to be walking out and I just looked at him and I just, and I shook his hand and I went, sir, I'd like to apologize on behalf of that match. <laughs> wow. and, I, and I just looked at Daddy. I go, everything you've done for the world of professional wrestling, this is what it's come to. Wow. I'm so <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wow! Hey, I'm right to, like, there. Tweet about it too because I'm a troll. But hey, whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was gonna say you're living the gimmick there with the trolling. That's so good. There man. is no gimmick. This is real life. <laughs> <laughs> ACH is with us here on jobbing out as uh, we're getting ready for Evolve on Friday night. Um, what else pisses you off about the business right now, ACH? Like, what else uh-huh. as as you're working? What drives you effing nuts right now? It's the same the same things that piss me off about the the music industry is the same things that literally piss me off about the wrestling industry. There is I feel like there is no creativity, there is no individuality. Everybody instead of trying to be like do you remember the golden ages where you had like uh Brian Danielson, Kevin Steen, Generico, Cesaro, mm-hmm. Chris Hero? You could never compare those guys. You could never compare those guys. They were all different and unique in their own ways. I think today, when you sit down and you look at a list of some of the guys on the on this on the indie scene today, they all have a lot of similarities. They all like they like like you can't be like, oh, well, he's different because of this, and he's different because of this. Like there, there's only few that are truly different in their own. And the ones that are truly different are the ones that are being mimicked and, you know, their ideas and their creativities and their ways are being taken and not being used correctly. Like the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are the super kick masters. Right. They are. They can do 100 super kicks in a match and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even complain. I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't say anything because that's the Young Bucks. That's what they do. Now, if I was on just a regular indie show and I saw some random dude trying to do like 200 or 100 super kicks i would completely be upset because i'd be like that's not you right that's all right that's not what you do you know what i mean like what what are you doing you know what i mean like that to me that's what that's what irritates me there's no individuality there's no creativity everybody's just lazy it's like oh this is hot fine i'll do it you know what i mean like it's like no find something that's better And, and we don't realize that we as individuals have the most important thing over everyone else. And that's ourselves. If we all chose to be ourselves and just who we want to be, we would all be so much better off in life. But instead we all want to be like everyone else. 
and it's completely just poisoning the industry right now because there are there's no one special. The fact that there are promoters and and wrestlers and just hierarchy guys saying like we want people that are special, people that are different, and no one is getting that hint. It's like oh my goodness, like they are literally giving you the recipe to make it in the industry today where it was like some secret fountain of youth that you had to go find, but they're telling you what they want and everyone's just ignoring it. And now everybody wants to like be rebellious and buck the system and everybody wants to go against the norm. And like, it's like, ah, it's so mind blowing. Like the other day, someone asked me like, how come you don't do, you know, four fifties and the dives anymore? It's like, because everyone's doing it's true that's true if you don't do a dive you're definitely the only person in the business who doesn't do a dive yo exactly like i remember i was like like i do suicide dives now that's about it but i don't go over the top anymore there's just no point anymore when there's guys that are just that are absolutely killing it but it's so much of it i remember when i was in ring of honor i did i dived and i did a 450 because no one was doing it and it helped me stand out it helped it helped me be my own individual. You know what I mean? It helped me be myself because everybody was like, Well, Roger Strong does backbreakers and this guy does this and this guy does that. Cedric does this, Caprice does that, but ACH does a four fifty. ACH does the step over dive. I was different. I was unique. I was on a roster and I stood out because of my offense of moves. Now everybody does a pump kick, pump knee, some variation of a rainmaker. It's like, uh, you can't be these guys. You have to be yourself, man. People don't understand that. And it's and like people will listen and they'll still go out and go get some like weird freaking hot topic jean jacket and like <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just like you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to go and I'm not trying to go at nobody's neck individually or anything like that. I've used individual a lot, but I'm not trying to go after nobody's neck in particular. But you know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, everybody has somewhat of the same looks and just same. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's crazy, man. It, like, and that was one of the reasons why I endorsed and just really took in and embraced the whole anime thing. Because yeah. I felt like, ain't no one going to be able to do that. And if anyone does, my my mindset is always I want to do something to where when someone else does it, they get compared to me because it's an ACH thing. That's what I want. Like when I first started and I used to try to do like Mortal Kombat references and stuff like that, people would always go, oh, yeah, like Kitty Omega. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. So I stopped doing all of that stuff because I want it to be my own. I want it to be my own to the point where I do something. Everyone goes, oh, yeah, that's an ACH thing. You know what I mean? No, that's, yeah, that's my mentality. That's my mentality. So if anybody does anything anime-related, it's automatic. Yeah, you're ripping it's off ACH. Yeah, you, stop you, it. You have <laughs> trademarked it. You have to pay him a fine if you do anything <laughs> anime-related. Right. We're, we're going to make sure that this happens and get, get it out across the internet. They know. Anime, ACH. That's right. That's the way it's going to go. Day. That's, that's the way it's going to go. Dude, why is it? Why why is it that that, that guys? Because you mentioned like we're not that far removed from that golden age. Like, why is it that guys are afraid to be creative right now? Like, what's changed in just a few years? I think um, people are not having to work for it as hard anymore. I feel like things are just kind of. I mean. Not to knock on a lot of these guys because there's a lot of talented guys that I like to work with and that I enjoy being around. Honestly, I think out of all the young guys, I think the best one is Des Xavier. 
because <laughs> I've seen, I've, I've literally have sat down, hung out with him, talked to him. I've seen people give him advice. I've seen him take that advice, that, that criticism and like literally change up. Like he's becoming his own thing. You know what I mean? And I think that to me, to me, I think that is, that is great. You know what I mean? But when, uh, but back to your question, I think there's guys that are like maybe one, five, there's guys even five months in, there's guys that haven't even hit like 20 matches and they're given, they're given everything. Yeah. So you're given everything. You don't have to think as hard about like a gimmick. All you got to do is like, I just got to bring moves to the table. That's all I got to do. You know what I mean? So character and creativity is just right out the window. And, you know, in the day and age where everything has already been done, it's kind of hard to recreate or create new moves. So what do you do? You just take somebody else's move and try to make it your own. Yeah. Or you just completely rip them off. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know, coming, coming full circle here is part of it just that, you know, the easiest way to get noticed these days, do a crazy move, have it go viral. And, and maybe that's kind of what they're thinking more than, oh, I'm not going to focus on character. I'm just going to focus on what can get me that gift that, you know, people rant about on Twitter. Yeah, what can piss them, like, what can, and, like, now it's gotten to the point where, like, we're not even trying to get the people to react because it's cool. We're, people are trying to intentionally piss people off. And I'm like, why the hell would you want to do that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, some people will look at that Leo thing and go, oh, that's what I got to do. I got to piss people off in order to get that attention. But I don't think Leo did that to piss people off. I think Leo did it because that was his character. That was the gimmick. That was the idea. Was right. oh my character is you know he's broken. Ain't can't nothing break him. No pun intended. No Mart Howardy references there. But you know <laughs> right. what I mean. Right. You know what I mean. But so but yeah like but I, like I think we use so much negativity to fuel ourselves that it's it's not good for us. It's like having a very expensive car. And instead of putting the right gas in it, you go and you put, like, regular gas in it. That ain't going to help your fucking BMW. Like, that's not good. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do a cross-country in that type of gas with that type of car. Like, come on, man. We got to start using positivity fuel to help us, you know what I mean, go further in life. Not negativity. You can only go so far with that. All right. Let's, then let's do this because we've talked about the things that piss us off. Tell me something that, that's good about professional wrestling right now. Tell me something Ooh. that that because I, I like the way you're thinking. Let's we've been negative now. Let's be positive. Let's be positive. Okay, the positive things in wrestling. There's a lot of companies out there working with each other. Yeah, yeah. That are giving that are giving people opportunities. That are also uh, making letting guys be able to do this full time. Um, I think that is the best part right now in wrestling, that there's just so many companies out there, and a lot of companies are getting a lot of good recognition. Um, so all you have to do is just give these guys opportunities, and some promotions are allowing guys to go out there and just just tear it up. So that's good. But I think that it's up to you to um, – to do what you can out of that opportunity. So I think that's the best thing about wrestling right now. There's no just so much wrestling right now. Like there's all kind there's there's no excuses for you not to be successful in wrestling today. You know what I mean? Just because there's so much out there. I mean, I totally dig that. And it's great for wrestling fans too, by the way, right? Like that this weekend you can go see Evolve in Joppa, you know what I mean? Like and then the next night you can see MCW in the same building. Like 
And then you could watch Evolve on 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 Flow Slam. Like, there's just so many. Go to know for the next week, right? Like, like, it's just yeah. it's so it, it it truly is in that way. It might not be a golden age the way you're talking about with performers, but it's a golden age for options and for wrestling oh, yeah. fans. Yeah. And then you'll stay up until like three in the morning, watch New Japan, and right? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, like it's yep. great. It's right. Fantastic. It's awesome, man. No doubt. <laughs> What's what's left on your bucket list? You, you obviously killed it in Ring of Honor. You're killing it in Evolve right now. What's what's uh, next on your checklist for you? Man, I was just talking to someone. I was like, in the last, what, 12 months, year, I was like, I'm the only guy you can think of that's wrestled in NOAA, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Evolve, AAA. Um, I, I, like, man, I'm, you, man, I just want to, man, I want to wrestle on the moon. <laughs> I like it. I want to watch you wrestle that on the moon. How awesome. do we make that happen? I want to wrestle on the moon. Elon Musk, get on that. I love it, man. Yeah. I don't know who my opponent's going to be, but I have to be the first person to walk <laughs> out to the ring so I can say that I'm the first person to walk out on the moon, and I want to wrestle on the moon. That's what I want to do. I'm, I'm so glad you said it now, too, because now that it's on the record, if somebody else does it, they just ripped you off like they did with the anime thing. So exactly. You, you kind of have to be the guy now. Like and see, and see, with that mentality of me wanting to wrestle on the moon, everybody's like the best in the world. I'm trying to be the best in the universe. Hell there yeah. we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, who would be your hand-picked opponent if you could? And would Max Wrestle Moon ball. be the uh, referee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max Moon. Oh, I love that reference. Oh, man. It would probably have to. I would probably go. I'd probably go with Ethan Page. I mean, uh, that, that's a good I mean, that's the correct answer. Yes. That's the I, correct I think we answer. go up there. We going to have a 20 star match. Literally <laughs> in the stars. <laughs> like, can't beat that. You can't beat that. That's awesome, man. All right, he is ACH. He is in town on Friday night for Evolve at MCW Arena. You can go to WWNLive.com to find out more. Ticket Fly to get your tickets for Friday night. Um, what can we plug for you, bro? Uh, social media, I know it's at GoGoACH on Twitter, but what else and T-shirts and, and the whole deal, what can we plug for you? Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees uh, backslash... Um all lowercase ACH, and then you can find me on Instagram at GoACHGo. So there's all that. Awesome, man. Dude, uh, love watching you. Uh, you're, you're, a damn, you're a hell of a performer, bro. You're a fun guy, and I've really enjoyed the conversation. We can't wait to get over there and see you on Friday night and, and look forward to everything, including uh, the inevitable day that we're watching you and Ethan on the moon. Uh, I can't wait to look back and say, we knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. Man. No goals, doubt, man. man. That's it, man. Goals. You got to set them high. No Literally, doubt. That high. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're about to make a Matt Riddle reference, but I'll move on. All right. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Uh, ACH, seriously, really appreciate you taking the time for us. Oh, thank you, guys, man. Thank you for having me. Good stuff. Appreciate ACH checking in with us here on uh, Jobbing Out. And uh, you're going to be there Friday night? I am. I've got to see Leo. Now. I hear you, like, man. That, that's going to be such I, a great match. I, I hear you. And there's no doubt about that. No especially especially if Leo, you know, after did he you goes, hear? Did you hear what I said earlier about that match? I, I did. I'm very high on you're it. You're very high on that get, match. Get the, I, I got hilarious. it. hilarious. I'm a really funny guy. Uh, as we wind down, it is uh, segment number three, of course, of jobbing out. So um, normally this is where we do the quick count and we allow you to go off the reservation. And it's a big weekend, obviously, for Leo. And that's sort of – it's a big weekend locally for our guy. 
um, as these are going to be his final stops before he moves on. Yeah, to- if for whatever reason you don't know, as we said, facing Leo or facing Riddle at uh, on Friday, and then facing his trainer, the Bruiser, to to kind of wrap up his independent career on Saturday, and, and then he moves on to WWE. And we wish him, obviously, the best. Uh, Leo's come on the show a few times. Uh, he's a great even though he kills the business. We're, right, we're even okay though he's ruined him. wrestling. He, he has Correct. destroyed he wrestling Leo. forever. Uh, but we thought this would be a cool opportunity for us to introduce uh, a new friend that we've made recently, uh, a friend of the program, and somebody who has delivered the Mid-Atlantic area and you know headed up towards the New York area. Uh, another uh, taste of quality professional wrestling. I just realized, this is really funny, I just realized I don't know his last name. And I was about to introduce him, and this is one of those goofy things where he should have maybe done some prep beforehand, but Eric from PWE has joined us in studio. He's he's a wrestler. Wrestlers can't have two names anymore. Vince McMahon has said so. It's just Eric. So he's Eric. Just Eric. Is that what it is? Is that the reason? Yeah, I was born with just... First name. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's all it says. Like Madonna, yeah. he's like Eric. Chris. You know, he's, <laughs> a lot he's like that. no middle name, no last. A lot like Grado, Eric. obviously. Grado, you know, that's yeah. his only name. Yep. That's it, the way it's it like is. Elias. For one name, <laughs> right. he never name. has Eric. never ever ever had another name. No, that's the way that it goes. Moses, Eric. Right. Very <laughs> yeah. much on the same go, right? level. Moses, no last name. <laughs> uh, PWE is based out of New Jersey, and Eric has wandered down this way to hang out with us in studio. Eric, it's good to see you, man. Thank you for taking a couple minutes. Thank you guys very much. Um, why? Why would you drive down all this way? I don't understand that at all. It was like, an easy drive. No if traffic. You say so, it was but- easy. It was uh, fine. You could, I cool wish you would have brought us some John's roast pork. I should have uh, uh, requested yeah. that on the way down. Well, after this, I need suggestions on what to do in Baltimore. Well, we'll send you over to Jimmy's. That's where you'll be heading next. Say, yeah, we yeah. send you over there. It's a friend that you should try to make. Um, all right. So tell me about you. Tell me about PWE. Um, obviously, this is a very indie-rich uh, part of the country. Um, tell me about PWE as you guys um, are, are, are getting ready for another show coming up here in September. Okay, so PWE stands for Pro Wrestling Explosion, an explosion of various styles, wrestling styles. Um, it also stems from, it's like uh, showing you my kind of graphics, it's kind of like a Tron theme, like a big bang, like a big blast. Uh, uh, this is Aaron's type of thing. <laughs> oh my God, you found the right nerd for you. This is, I've, I've got your I'm, guy right there. I'm definitely going 80s. I like it, I yeah, like yeah. it. Like the, 80s yeah. style. Got, got the kind of the glow look to it with yep. all the little lasers on it. I like it. It's kind of where I'm going. I have kind of a space space theme, I guess, for my, uh, my posters and my graphics and so forth. And uh, for the wrestling, kind of an explosion of various styles. I, you know, I book strong style. I book, uh, you know, lucha, whatever. Um, I mostly, mostly my friends that I've met through Ring of Honor and Chikara. Yeah. Russell Pro, a lot well, of different. What places. you're referring to is yeah. the fact that obviously there was there was nothing there was no wrestling in the Philadelphia area. It was really hard. <laughs> you needed yeah. to provide something that nobody else was doing. Yeah. Um, I I did I did a lot of stuff in wrestling, and this is kind of the last. The last step for me, I th- I feel like uh, being a promoter would be my the the best thing for me to do. Even though I know the saturation in the Philadelphia area is, it's it's tough. So it's, so it's, what is that? <laughs> what all have you done? Give me your background. Okay, so um, I started out in two thousand and eight. I I'm actually originally from Washington State. I drove my we car. Got a, we got a huge audience yep. in the yeah, state actually, of Washington. Yeah, we have a very really? big. Yeah, yeah. We, Shout out to Steve Miggs. Correct. Our boy Steve Miggs from uh, KSW okay. out in Seattle. We have a 
huge, huge listenership. Well, and the thing about that is, is De- have you guys, you've heard of Defy? We know we, Defy we, we, quite yes, well, yes. yes. We uh, helped Absolutely. promote one of their early shows. So Defy wasn't around in 2008, right. right? So for me, I'm actually from the eastern side of, I was born and raised in Seattle, but I was, you know, my teenage years, my wrestling years of watching wrestling was actually on the eastern side in Spokane, okay. Washington. Now this is where you're going to lose me. I don't know anything about geography in the state okay. of Washington. I, I, I didn't. In I fact, Spokane is far I, from Seattle. I, I, well, I only know that because Steve told me that. Otherwise, I thought they were like next door neighbors. I had no. Well, because Maryland keeps going to Spokane for the tournament, that's so true, that's true. the only reason I know it. Yeah. Think Idaho. Yeah, that's where Spokane lies. Okay. Right, right next to Idaho. So, not a lot of wrestling. Not definitely not independent wrestling. We're talking SmackDown would show up once every five years. Okay. So I'm not watching independent wrestling. I'm seeing SmackDown once every five years. So when I made the decision to move across the country from Spokane all the way to Philadelphia, I I went to the Ring of Honor Academy, the you know the Ring of Honor School. Wow, delirious! I had to go go all in. I wow, had to, I had to go go big or go home. Dude, that's cool, man. <laughs> that's really thing. cool. So no, obviously in Washington, no Defy, right? Right. So there's no wrestling. There's no independent wrestling. So I've got to go. You know, I have. I, I was thinking to myself, okay, if I'm going to spend my money, I'm going big or I'm going home. So I'm going straight to the Ring of Honor. They call it the dojo now. So I drove across the country. Bam. I'm there in uh, October of 2008. That's where I started. Well, that was, training. but that was really, when you think about it, October 2008 was a really shitty time for Ring of Honor. I mean, there was just nothing <laughs> going on. There was nobody around Ring of Honor that mattered. I mean, like, you know, they're basically who's dead. That, who's that, that Cesaro guy? Yeah, that Seth Rollins of, guy yeah, in Austin Aries. Yeah, I can Just an awful, <laughs> awful time to be around Ring of Honor, I mean, wasn't come on. It? I mean, look who their top guy was, this tiny little white guy with yeah. two yeah, friends. Right. Come on. Stupid. It's stupid. Never going to work. Never going to work. Yeah, that's, um, I just so happened to be kind of their age, too. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. the same age as those guys, and, and yeah, as as I saw later on, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Oh my God! You start to <laughs> right? you don't rea- you don't realize it when you're in that locker room with these guys. Sure, but these are these are the main eventers in WWE now that I'm sitting in the locker room with. You know, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, watching some incredible matches. Definitely. That's really cool. It's That's a, really really cool. So I, I mean, I started out. I didn't want to be a wrestler. So let's ask the question that obviously would yeah. have to lead. What? Where did you screw up? Why aren't you main eventing uh, in WWE well, right now? For, for one, I didn't want to be a wrestler. Oh, I, I all right. Well, that would probably. I mean, that, that would be a good that. reason why you're not. Because if so, I would be main eventing <laughs> with Daniel Bryan, of course. Um, no, I went to be a referee, which is kind of. I, I I mean I did, I don't want to be a wrestler but I want to be involved in the business right yeah. so I I started with music and when that died out I went to wrestling that was my second love was wrestling always my whole life and um I went to be a referee because I was like I'm looking at my body and <laughs> I, I'm look first I'm looking at my body right <laughs> I'm in the shower and he I get out of the shower <laughs> if, if I could compare him I would say that it's when you look at Aaron do you see yeah oh, I, I mean it's you know, pretty much brother from another mother yeah. right here <laughs> so yeah I'm 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 looking at myself you know five foot eleven about a uh, hundred and forty pounds and I'm like. And I also don't want to be a wrestler, but I want to be in the business. And I'm like, hmm, well, yeah, Bri- what, are, Bri- what are your options? I see Bryce Remsburg, and I'm like, well, I'm about <laughs> his size. Yeah. Could be a valet, right? True, like, there's true. a lot of really. Oh, well, so, that's about it. And you like I, Bryce here. And the, there we go. I start as a start training as a referee, but, you know, I get. I, get there to training and they're like mm, not that easy buddy you know you're gonna take bumps with everybody so uh 
six months later, I'm a pro wrestler. I've, I'm six, and, and then I continued training after six months. I went a full year as wrestling training. So I was doing full matches, trained with, trained with the Bravado Brothers, who are in England now, Jake Something, who was on TNA. Um, they were all in my class, Rhett Titus, Grizzly Redwood. I'm body slamming, suplexing, doing full on match, shit. doing full on matches, and and not wanting to, but, <laughs> do, but but doing so so I could make my do what way, you want to do, do right? Ma- yeah, make my way. And you know, I, after about a year, I started refereeing in Ring of Honor. Um, and there, are, I guess, dark matches. You guys remember the yeah. HD oh, yeah. tapings yeah, of and stuff. Of so I I was doing the dark matches, kind of earning you know earning my way in, I guess you would say, and. At the same time, having other duties like driving Roderick Strong around when he wants to go get beer, or Austin Aries, or Tyler Black, uh, who's Seth Rollins, Cesaro. Like my one of my jobs was to drive the wrestlers from the hotel to the venue, venue to food, food to bar, bar to. Uh, hotel okay so <laughs> i mean first of all that doesn't that's not a terrible way to spend your, no. you know like i mean that alone is not that awful though when you have to take bumps in order to earn the right to mm, do that yeah <laughs> I, I could see that dragging you down a little bit i was i was sometimes i'd come home bruises from head to toe uh bloody sometimes it's just i i figured you know what i moved all the way across the country i'm paying this money to go to the school why why would i quit why why would i not do this so i did it i started refereeing a year later i you know i i talked to um some of the guys there in ring of honor and i was like i'm just not feeling it i love wrestling but i'm not feeling this so we created a uh, manager character for me which i still do to this day it's a kind of a government agent character. Okay. <laughs> agent Sly Stetson. Um, That's pretty great. Yeah. That's actually a, pretty great. Yeah, it was a it, it was it was it was created a little bit from um you know, my trainer Delirious came up with the initial idea. I know Grizzly Redwood pitched some stuff and I was like, you know what, I'm into conspiracy stuff too. You know, I, I've I've done done my done my conspiracy research, maybe too much. Too too much <laughs> as in maybe the government's watching me actually, but uh you know, it's a he's a conspiracy government agent that works deep within the Pentagon. You know, underneath the whole, uh, you know, at that time the Barack Obama administration, now the Donald Trump administration. I'm creating my own sec- sector of the of the of the government trying to take over the world. Uh, <laughs> so that, I'm I'm trying to take over I, the world. I'm, 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 I'm trying, I'm I'm trying to see why there's all these Shikara guys. All yeah, right. It's, it's a very well it's a in there. Yeah, no doubt. I love characters. It's, it's I'm not about the moves. I'm about I'm about storylines and characters. And uh, yeah, that's my character. That's Sly, awesome. Sly Stetson. That's awesome. Government conspiracy. Hang man. on a second. Is it is it actually you who's after Brizango? Is that <laughs> is that a possibility? Right, we're going to find that out later. That this is. Unfortunately, no. Oh, no, damn. Not, that not would me. be amazing. That would be amazing. So, so, so just I'm, I'm looking at the card right now, and, and you're managing Oleg. So how, how does the Viking Warrior uh, tie into this? Mm. Okay. These are the tough questions super, that you have to answer. Super when you, tough. Yeah. Um, okay. So a couple shows earlier, um, I, I, I abducted a man. Um, <laughs> of Obviously. I abducted a man. And his name was Billy Avery, and at my show, I, you know, we were setting up setting up the story, and I abducted him, and I brainwashed him, 
maybe maybe this happens in real life or maybe it's just a conspiracy but I I abducted, brainwashed and made him evil. He was a good little boy and I made him evil and you know we wore the Donald Trump hat. We were kind of doing the uh doing the uh you know I was siding with siding with the Trump administration but remember this was during the election time when things were things were crazy during this time really i don't remember any of that so, nah, i don't remember I, any of that i, I have a weird blackout yeah. during those yeah. months yeah right and i'm a you know i'm a i'm a bad guy so i have to side with the bad guys so i i jump in all over that we're wearing the make america great again hats yeah. and so forth i abducted him i made him make america great again billy avery so he's now evil well, I was um, at that show. We lost to Officer Warren Barksdale, who's a Chikara guy, and we lost to Cheeseburger, who's yeah. Who's, well, I love Cheeseburger. He's a friend I'm, of mine. Yeah, I'm all in. And he, you know, he's he's a guy that showed up to the Ring of Honor dojo right as I was kind of exiting. I already was That's there. Cool. I was there for about three years, and he came in, and I was first thing I saw at Cheeseburger, I was like. That's that's where he gets his name. He does. De- he definitely needs to eat a cheeseburger. He's a he's smaller than me, and I'm like. Oh my gosh! But uh, <laughs> we can, maybe we can get into him later. But um, uh, yeah, the I was I we lost our you know team Trump lost the match and I was arrested by Officer Warren Barksdale and uh, you know I've been in jail for six months now and finally the, at our last show on uh, July the sixteenth in Somerdale, New Jersey, I revealed myself as as broken out of prison. Who broke me out? Oleg and Bor of Moldova from Chikara. They broke me out of prison. Um, more of their, um, not in not in their full character, but more of a uh, more of a street street style. God, uh, the, this street, is gonna sound crazy. Street Viking. All right? street Viking. I, this is gonna sound nuts, but I'm just gonna put it out there. Could professional wrestling work as an audiobook? Because I feel like what we've just done here has perhaps <laughs> uncovered the idea that you could tell an entire professional wrestling program via audiobook. Yes. And it like could, that. like, a uh, podcast, maybe? Oh, well, I mean, that's a different thing. Yeah, Podcasts no. <laughs> are dumb. Podcasts are really stupid, so we're not going to do that. But I think audiobook would work. Um, I get what you guys – this is awesome. First of all, what you yeah, guys are doing, that's sure. awesome. I'm all in. I'm all in. You don't have to tell me anymore. I'm all in. Sign me up. Um, you are in a, as you referenced, very competitive area. You yes. are – you didn't become – Defy has this great thing going for them, which is they're the show. The, by right. Themselves if you want to see professional wrestling – you go see Defy in that area. Um, you're not in the same boat Mm-mm. in in the New in Jersey, Philly, or in Jersey, Philly, in any of that. There is a lot of professional wrestling. Yes. How do you dip your toe into that water now, doing what you're doing, and succeed? Well, before that, I if Defy was available in 2008, where do you think I would have? Yeah, liked? yeah, uh, no doubt, right? I would have, like, I would have drove the car west <laughs> instead of east yeah, and yeah. back to my hometown, where a lot of my friends live in Seattle right now. And I was in the music; I was, I was touring in a band. We played Seattle all the time, so that's that's kind of my. I was born and raised there, so yeah, Defy. But again, nothing. So I'm now kind of stuck in Philadelphia, even though I love it there. I love it in Philadelphia, but. Now that I'm a promoter, after I've refereed and managed, and I'm think I've graduated college, and I was like, okay, I I think I could really pull this off, being a booker and promoter. And I started this company about a year and a half ago, PWE, with this you know theme that we're talking about, like an '80s Tron spacey theme. And yeah, I'm looking around, and I'm like, hmm, there's CZW, there's yeah. there's OTW, there's Chakara. 
W W X W Z X B W. There's still a lot of House of Hardcore going on there. There's a lot there's, of W's basically. Yeah, there are. There's so many W's. There's That's a lot a great of W's. Point. And um, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? I, I live in Philly. I, I went, the reason why I went to Philadelphia is because it was a haven for wrestling. So yeah. I'm, I'm from Spokane, Washington. There's nothing. So I, I'm. I'm going to move to the Haven. I'm not going to move to Houston where there's two in two indies. I'm going to go straight to Philadelphia. But now that I'm there, now I have to, I guess you would say, compete with Shakara or CCW. I don't feel like I'm that way, though. I'm more of a company where these guys can do their bigger shows. They can do their Evolve show. They can do their Shakara show. And I can be maybe like PWE can kind of be the third the third you know, match that they get on their weekend. That's why I started running Sunday shows. Okay. I, I wanted yeah. guys like Leo Rush and and guys that I book, Joey Ryan, Chris Chris Hero was on this show that I D V D here. I, I've and never I've never heard, never of, heard such of Chris person. Hero. Never heard of Amazing of, guy. You know who I like though is Cassius Ono. Yeah, you should see him. He's good. Both nice guys. Uh, actually, yeah, actually, it, he's a Duke fan. He can go fuck himself. Uh, have, you guys been able, have you guys been able to meet him in in person? I know. I've met him I've, once. Yeah, I've met I, him. I mean, I, we actually has never been. He's never on the show, was he? No, we were supposed to get him. That was right a goofy thing. We never actually had him. Yeah, on the we, show. Were, we, were, really we were supposed goofy. to get him before that three-hour gauntlet match. Yeah, he did, and we why, never ended up getting him for some reason. Please, please try to work to get him at some point. In, yeah, in, yeah, we like. I mean, we, we do. We I mean, do, if yeah. there's any, again, other than the Duke thing, than, we really yeah. like him. If when he showed up in Maryland with his Duke garb on, <laughs> like I get it, he did a damn good job. <laughs> yeah. The goofy part was, I'm not sure he was supposed to be the heel that night. Like, I'm not. Uh, it was against Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, yeah, so I enough. think he was. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you guys, I'm a Gonzaga fan. Um, I'm, that's, that's nothing that's wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, we, everyone likes. I'm him. not a Duke fan whatsoever. I'm a Duke hater, and um, good because you're breathing. Yeah, I mean, but I have to say, no, you know. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but hero, hero. Although he is a dookie, um, I got. I got to say, he's. I'm convinced that he's one of the better, better guys that you guys will meet in this. I've heard of yes, that from a lot yes. of people. I've heard that from a lot of people. So I, everyone has their the, flaws. Yeah, that the one time, the one time that I met him, one, and we didn't talk very long, but the one time I met him, he was very pleasant. I'm not. Just, yeah, he's just a genuine guy. There's, yeah. there's some guys that you'll meet in the wrestling industry that that you can tell right off the bat not so genuine not you know this guy is who he is he you know the first five minutes are pleasant and the rest is great yeah so yeah chris is not nothing but the best for for cassius ono uh he's he's awesome but we were talking about the competition right yes and uh i i feel like that's why i started doing the sunday shows right because guys are doing their bigger shows their evolve shows Fridays, Saturdays, I felt like I could start out being the third wheel. Maybe they can come to me, um, and they can just be like, oh, I'm not booked on, you know, I usually don't do Sunday shows, and then they could come to PWE, and that could be their place. So I started out doing Sunday shows, and recently I've changed to Friday nights just because I like the feel that the feel of the night show was much better than that Sunday afternoon show. But you can see where I was coming from. The energy is tough in a mid afternoon. The energy was low. Yeah. The energy was low for the first few shows. Sunday afternoon, you get a different crowd. You get your, um, your, your kids, your families and the Mm -hmm. church, kind of the church crowd. And I kind of wanted more of that raucous crowd. So I, I started doing Friday shows, but originally you can see where I'm coming from. I see the oversaturated wrestling scene and I'm figured, you gotta do something. Right. I gotta do gotta Sundays do because yep. I can't compete with 
these Friday and Saturday shows. Right. So that's that's my that was my original plan. We should reset. This is Eric from PWE. Eric, of course, with no last name. Eric, it's, no last name. Right, Eric. Can I give it away? I do have a last uh, name. Sorry, guys, fine. to burst the Go bubble. Ahead. But Go ahead. Uh, way to kill the business. It's yeah. a it's a decent last name though. Viking is my shut the f- oh come oh. it's my last name is Viking. Wait, so and why aren't you going as my wife behind <laughs> me is Mrs. Viking. Just well, you, you know, know what you know what. Is that a so that's why Olin broke you out. Yeah, right. why, yeah, why, why, <laughs> you went through this whole story. He broke you out because you're a fellow Viking. Correct. I, my last name is truly Viking. Now, I, I had a boring last name before that, but I went to court and I paid, so, so I paid money to create Viking. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I had known that, so there you go. We would have been more on board. It was, we it been was more before, before I was in wrestling, though. I was in Spokane. That was during kind of my music <laughs> you, you time. You just changed <laughs> Oh, for music. Okay. okay. Right. I was going to say, I was going to say for fun? Like, what a weird I, thing I, I, did, I didn't like my last name, and, you know, my parents divorced. So right. my mom right. my, mom, my mom made up her last name, too, and okay. I felt like if she okay. was able to do All it, right. shouldn't I be able to do it? All right. He's got a good point. He's got a good point. So I went with Viking. I'm, I'm Norwegian, so I, um, I feel like that's my uh, lineage. Give so. me. We just had ACH on, and we were talking about best and worst things about the business right now. We talked sure. a lot about the worst. Sure. We talked a little bit about the best at the end because we realized we had been uh, completely negative the entire time. Hmm. Give me best and worst about the business right now. Ooh. Uh, independent or yeah, or yeah, yeah. Independent, but if you want to say overall, right? I mean, if yeah. there's a if it touches on something yeah. that's not, mm. yeah. Best or worst. Why don't you guys give me your best and worst? Because I, I'm I'm a positive guy. It's I'm I'm having to think about the worst. Okay. Basically, what we were talking about mainly with yeah, ACH is how that. how yeah. how big uh, uh, basically fans are assholes. Okay, <laughs> and that to the point where almost att- purposefully attempting to ruin the thing that they love, right? Like gotcha. that you're 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 like tr- attempting to sabotage shows. I, you know, we we referenced uh, not you know, in the first segment of today's show. There was a crowd in Toronto on Monday night for mm-hmm. Raw that just sucked so much. It, it was usually Bailey. Toronto sh- crowds are right. And like, well, Toronto's- but it was it was they were going. You know, they booed Bailey. Who the hell boos Bailey? Yeah. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, just doing it to be like yeah, that's just, the point. Yeah. Yeah. An, an asshole. Like, it's not even yes. that you're being smart. They know anymore. they shouldn't be doing it, but they're doing it. It's yes. one thing if you yeah. say, "Hey, we like this guy. I know you don't want us to. We're yep. going to cheer or from we anyway. We don't like him. Like that's a different. This is yeah. just." Doing it for the sake of doing it because you want attention yep. because you want whatever it's like go dude, against the grain right like right. The, yeah. the grain is you like Bailey and that's the way she's booked she's booked as happy go lucky blah 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 and you know you know you're a smart fan you know that you you should be you should be cheering her even even if you don't want to but then yeah to just do it and to what is boo. Even, what is there to dislike about Bailey like name something that you should not like about Bailey there's nothing this is going even Kate like to pull back kayfabe what is there not the, like hug, about hugophobics I, mean, what, <laughs> I don't even no, know they're just going against the grain right. yeah. you're doing, just doing yes, it for the sake of doing it, it. Yes. right and that to me fits okay. in the worst category of we got to a point where we're so we can't even enjoy the thing that we actually like you know what I mean like I'm yep. like I'll be honest with you I don't know if you I don't know if you watch WWE I don't know if you're a fan but, like, I enjoyed their last pay-per-view. It was Battleground, right? I actually had fun. I enjoyed it. Everyone on the planet just – this was the worst – this asshole over here. It's the worst thing ever. Oh, it was terrible. My God. Oh, yeah, honest? no. I, I, I truly thought that it was one of the lesser WWE pay per Honestly, though, right? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. The, ba- no, no, the that, Bailey haters probably aren't being yeah, – no, 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 this, this was genuinely my opinion was okay. that I thought it – but I agreed with the I, crowd. I for the think most part. there's also a nature of we don't even know what we like anymore. Gotcha. Like what? What do we? There's no consistency to it. Oh well. There's I'm, no we like this 
is one thing when there's a trope that makes sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. people don't like the John Cena thing because it's, oh, my God, we're doing fucking Super Cena again. We're doing this guy. can't Like, are we yes. doing... But we don't even... Fo- there's no consistency to it. There's no... Well, we don't like it because we don't. We didn't like the show because it, it wasn't surprising. It was predictable. Then we did a completely unpredictable show that we didn't like that either because there's just no consistency to what we like. We just don't like shit for the sake of not liking it at this point. It's 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 more popular yeah. to not like things and to bitch about things. So we just don't we just don't like anything any longer. You, oh yeah, oh, you, go yeah. Ahead. I I, 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 I but that was an awkward. Yeah. I completely I was, I was, agree. So, I, I mean, yeah, no. Th- I mean, we've talked about this over and over. Fans have gotten to a point where it has, in a lot of cases, uh, gotten obnoxious. It's one of the reasons that I tend. To, I'm starting to like the Indies a lot better than you know shows like Shikar and stuff. Where even though I I can go online and I can find people uh, complaining about Shikar, at least at the shows, like wow. you're there to really. Enhance the show as opposed to be okay, an asshole. Then I'm going to talk about something good because, okay, f- why would somebody hate ch- a Chikar show? Yeah, ever. Why would you ever hate a Chikar? Why show? would you hate a Chikar show? The, the, the purpose of its existence is like, fun. I'm not. I'm not going in. I'm not going all in on with PWE. I'm more of. I'm, I'm doing my own types of storylines. I'm not. I, I guess you could say that I'm a little bit leaning towards the Chikar style, which yeah. is characterization, right? right. Yes. Over Ring of Honor, which is just. All about the moves, wrestling. Not, yeah. not moves, but but it is talented, awesome wrestling. But not all. Sometimes, not a lot at, about, sometimes at the expense of storyline and character. I'm I'm a I'm a dude that loves his storylines and loves his mm-hmm. promos. Yep. So I think I'm with you. To, the, like what I love is the music hitting, the wrestler coming out of the curtain and looking at wardrobe and the walk, the strut into the ring. That is like. A plus. That's the first thing that I like. So Ring of Honor is more of like, hey, get in the ring. Let's see who's the best wrestler right, in yeah. the right, world. Right. Daniel Bryan. Uh, you know these types of guys who make it make their way to the ring. Little little promo. Little you know smaller type of music, not epic. And it's more about hey, respect me, respect me in the ring. But what I would say, what I would say is that's good about wrestling is something a little different that you guys were saying about Bailey is the fans that I've met at PWE shows. So these fans that I I guess are catching on to the what PW, I'm doing, yeah, right. They're, PWE yeah. the PWE universe. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, new. You should just see how that yeah, 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 go with that. I'm one. not sure if it's gonna work. I'm gonna we'll promote see. it that. Yeah, no, no, like, I, that's what I would do. Is, is, right. is your top universal title maybe? I was thinking about calling my venue the PWE zone as well. <laughs> oh what a neat concept. What a neat idea. But I love that. I don't know about other fans. Maybe these types of like internet fans that are bashing everything aren't coming to my shows, but the fans okay, that yeah. I'm meeting are so cool, so respectful, and so like the wrestlers love love these fans. Like they come out and they do autographs with them and pictures, and they they, they contact me after the show and they're like, "Oh, I had such a good time! Like you're so nice. Your your show, I like your stories." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "I want to have sex with you." Yeah. It's just this whole. <laughs> but that's encouraging to me, right? Because I'm I right because you didn't know anyone wanted to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're married. I mean, I'm good. No one I'm good. Come on. No, no, no. I, uh, if you're married and you still you, you still have sex, good for you. Congratulations. There you go. But like, the, I guess the encourage. So I'm going to flip it around and say the encouraging thing for me is the fans. The discouraging thing for maybe ACH are these. I would call them internet fans. How about that? How about yes. like people yes. that are literally will, willing to just 
I guess get themselves over. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, it's a goofy thing because I'm defensive of I. I have I bought a ticket. I have the right to say that I enjoy or didn't enjoy something. Yes, yeah. and, and I do want to make sure I'm very clear about that because I think that there's two different worlds that we're talking well, there, about. There, there's the AJ who hates it when you boo people he likes. Right? Like, about how dare you? Yeah. How they, I, I I bought a ticket. If I don't enjoy something, I'm going to tell you I didn't enjoy it. That's just right. the way that it's going to be because I paid. You didn't charge me. It's also probably a little bit different when you go to a PWE show because you're not charging me eighty dollars. For that ticket, right? Like, if I pay eighty dollars, twenty dollars for front row tickets, right yeah, here yeah, for right? next month's show. It's a little bit different. And we have we have you know smiley face wristbands that we put on your hand. They when have you smiley buy a face. <laughs> like, that's worth the twenty dollars right Jesus. there. Jesus, how can you say that you hate a PWE show? I, it's I'm, impossible. I'm, again, my point being, this is a different thing. This is a yeah. this is the people that there's no consistency. Mm-hmm. There's no explanation. They just hate shit for the sake of hating shit. And that's the group of people that I'm talking about. Because res- wrestling fans in general are still my people. Well, I'll tell you something that I don't like, and I guess I'll, it'll go towards uh, WWE, is I don't like – we talk about consistency. It's something that I love, not only are, you know are f- the fans that I've met, but consistency in independent wrestling. So I love the build. I love yeah. the stories connecting, right? Characters connecting, mm-hmm. stories connecting. Um, fans being like, I can't wait for two months from now when your next show happens, and this will probably happen, or people making predictions on what's going to happen in your title match. Da, na, na, na. That's cool because that means that, that it's connecting. WWE, however, seems to, seems to, even though they have more TV than anybody else does, right? So they have the most TV. Of anybody. Uh, yeah. Correct. They, they they should... They have more TV than I of, can even watch. Out of anybody, out of anybody, they should connect the best, okay. right? Because yeah. it's easy. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to connect because right. you have a show every Monday yeah, and you have, don't have a show, to show every up Tuesday. every weekend. You have a full to, writing you team. <laughs> you, yeah, you... And yeah, for me, I'm just... I'm the booker, right. writer, right. Uh, yeah. manager. You um, do the craft services. I, I even sell food. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> right. You guys want a hot dog? I can get, provide that to you. Uh, you know, I do everything, but they have all this, and yet I felt, especially in the mid-2000s, let's even go back that far, that they made fans... It, like they made fans forget about stuff that happened in the past. Yeah, they they want you to forget. They, they want, want you to forget. Yes. Yeah, and yes. it's like that's what's bad about wrestling. Like what's good is the connection and the build to that big you know blow off right. that WrestleMania and, and, blow off, and, and that that's what you saw good. mattered. It really happened. Yeah. It yeah. And there's know. a lot of ma- there's a lot of stuff, especially in my opinion, 2004 to 2008 WWE, where they just. They just did stuff for the sake of it, yep. and they're and we're talking about a multi-million dollar company, maybe a billion. And what are you doing? Like that's what's bad is that you can't connect with me. They couldn't connect with me for four years. Like you're seeing Great Khali versus Orton, two thousand seven. Like no mercy. Wait, we, like, we just saw that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we what did. are you talking about? <laughs> thank you, thank you, because I was going to bring that up. Why? Why are you seeing the same thing? It's just like. It's it's because are they not they don't care yeah. as much as your I don't think that I don't think that WWE as a whole cares about their hmm, that's rough I can't say that yeah they care I, about I their product no right. well but, but they 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 fully expect you to have a short term memory yes. and if you don't you. have a short term memory well you're you're just treated as the exception to the rule and I'm not seeing as much. I, I guess what comes off on TV is I'm not seeing the passion from the promoters and the writers. Yep. But I know they have passion. Maybe they're being blocked. I don't know. Maybe they're being. Maybe something's blocking them. Maybe. Yep. Maybe it's a Vince McMahon issue. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he. 
it's just like what what was going on like why am i why is it 2004 and they have the roster that's just what to die for they have kurt angle in his prime who else is there um Triple H in his prime. Yeah, was, yeah. right. You, and then, and then guess what your main event is? It's Eugene and Eric Bischoff. Oh, I don't want to hear any bashing Snits, against. Snitsky. Versus and, Lance King. Yeah, right. and, uh, Reich. Coachman. Coachman was in <laughs> right, the main event. Right. Actually, Raw was headlined by Coach. Uh, yeah. uh, Jonathan Coachman mm-hmm. headlined well, a Raw. In fairness, he's... It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's a big deal, but like you can see where I'm like I'm looking at that. No, I'm looking I get at what, what you could do and what is happening. I'm just like so the bad the bad to me is like not connecting when you can connect. Uh, it's yeah. you why do we like it when we're kids? It's just like that build up to WrestleMania, you just you you feel a passion and emotion. It matters. I yes. was, it was it had no for at least those four years and even now like it's just the passion of WWE is like I'm like why not be passionate about <laughs> right. it? Hey, why is, not be passionate? This is pro goddamn wrestling. It's, it's yeah. good if you can point out inconsistencies. It means you care about the storyline. It doesn't it. mean that you're. Now I got a question for you because it kind of goes along the same lines here. Is that kind of in independent wrestling, especially over the past couple of years? There's been you know there's been a lot of you know, smaller indies, like you just really focus on the storyline, uses mm-hmm. a lot of the same guys over and over again. Yes. Over the past few years, there's been a rise in the, uh, I've heard it termed the super indies or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call them, the wrestle circuses, the PWGs, where it's just about let's bring in the best guys we can, let's put them in a match together. They're going to have a great match, yep. may not have a storyline involved with it, but, you know, we're definitely going to kind of what, what's your thought process there on kind of the di- divergent uh, branches of the indie world these days? I see that. I I see that. I I look at some of these some of the posters like you mentioned Wrestle Circus good, you know, good uh thing thing to mention there because you have you have this poster and I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Oh my god, like you got the top indie guys. You got I guess would you call would you consider Matthew Riddle, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the last couple of years, right? Yes. He's, he's he's awesome. Um but you see a card where it's like him and Dickinson and uh Top ROH guys, Brian Cage Bam. and Shane Strickland, and you yep. know, and you're talking, you're talking about top indie guys all on this poster, and I'm just looking at it like, I guess from my point of view as a promoter, I'm like, someone's got a hefty uh, bank account, right? For, to be for that. Right. Yeah. But but where's the passion? I, I tell you, I ask you that. Where's the passion? So if they're going to run one super show of every six months, I, I I'm not saying Russell Circus does this, but some companies will just make this super awesome show. And it's once every six months, and you're like, again, where's the connection? Where I'm, I go. I guess I'm completely opposite from the, the, the those types of companies that just do one awesome super show, and it's they draw a bunch of fans, and it's great. I'm like, I'm willing to start from the bottom up. I'm willing to start with ten fans who really are engaged by a storyline. So I'm I'm all about the story. That's why I wish that I could run every couple weeks. I wish I was WWE and I could run once. Every Monday, It'd be amazing, right? right? I wish, Wouldn't be amazing because it would give. I would become even more passionate about it if I could go that often. But again, like we're like every month and a half or so. But I keep the storylines going through social media, and I try to try to write as much as I can and put out as many videos and promos as I can to build that story up. But yeah, like you asked me my feeling about those shows. Either somebody's got a big bank account and they just throw a bunch of talent together, but what does it mean? So my my whole thing, my philosophy in wrestling is, what does it mean? Well, here's what it means, and here's the storyline to show you how it means. I'm not a I'm not a guy that's fascinated by cool backflip stomp 
moves. I'm a storyline. Flippy st- shit. Yeah, no. yeah, the, the cornet reference there, flippy stuff. Although flippy stuff is cool, but as long as it has its place, right? Sure. Like as yep. long as it, yep. as long as it, that's why like I'm like, I, I, some of the stuff that Cornet says, I, I'm like, oh yeah, I can see where he's coming from, but also, ooh, he's missing the mark here. I'm kind of like half and half, like flippy stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. If your show is entirely flippy stuff and there's no ring psychology whatsoever going on, right? There's no reason for it to just be guys doing backflips and back handsprings the whole match. But if it has a reason and you and you showcase that in the storylines, there you go. Flippy stuff is cool. It's, it is cool it if it has a cool. reason, right? No doubt about that. It can be extremely so, cool. Yeah, I'm a storyline guy just to finish off. What can we question. plug for you, man? This has been a lot of fun. What, what can we plug for you? What do you guys have going on? What do people need to be following social media-wise? All uh, that type of stuff. Okay, well, uh, I guess I guess I, Twitter would be at PWE Shows. Uh, if somebody already had the handle of PWE, Dick. Uh, Dick. Yeah, so I the wish the worst. You know, if I if I had the budget, I would contact them and uh, purchase that. But uh, no, PWE shows is the Twitter handle that will tell you the information on all my shows. Uh, Facebook dot com slash Pro Wrestling Explosion. Instagram is at Pro Wrestling Explosion. Um, I've done six shows now. I'm a new company, brand new. Um, but I'm not. I'm not new to wrestling, but right, I'm new to right, being a new promoter. to doing that. Yeah, and it's 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 actually an insane endeavor to become a promoter. It's it's incredibly insane because that's I, why we bitch about wrestling on the internet. Yeah, it's a lot easier. It's, it's, a, lot it's easier. a lot easier. Yeah, actually d- diving in and and contacting contacting other promoters and venue guys and and distributors and. Oh, the uh, the guy. How are you going to get your shirts made? Contact, 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 contact. You start to not sleep. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. I guess I think Paul Heyman talked about stuff like that. You know, it, you know, uh, back in his early ECW days. It's just like I, I know I've seen like a lot of the documentaries where like Paul didn't sleep, and I'm <laughs> like, I'm like. There's no. I'm not even even in the realm right. of and guys you, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even even. Clo- I am at the bottom looking up right now and uh i i still can't sleep so it's like it's hard just to say it's it's i, it's I not fully easy believe stuff. that but yeah we you know i've made i've survived uh a year and a half now which is crazy to think that i've that's I'm, awesome I, man. i've survived and it's and it's been it's been tough but uh september 8th is the my first title I, wow! I, my my first ever belt. It's in the car right now. Oh, that's of the, cool, man! The studio. So, oh, <laughs> I'm excited uh, you lock your it. doors, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not going to be revealed until the show. But um, I just got it yesterday. That's awesome, and I'm excited about it. I I in, you know invested in getting a belt because I wanted to work the storylines into. Bam! September eighth is the championship show. It is PWE's first ever champion. September the eighth. We're going to be running in the Philadelphia area. My venue that I w- that I ran the last show at, we had some insurance issues, so we're moving the venue as as of today. Actually, I will after the show, I will know the exact ven- the exact okay. address and venue. But if you follow on PWE shows on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Pro Wrestling Explosion, Instagram, you will probably know by tonight the you know the address. We're safe to say it's going to be in the Philadelphia. That that southern New Jersey yep. area. I have a couple people that I'm cool. talking to right now. So 
that's basically where you're going to get the information. Title show, PWE champion. Hell of a title Cram, match, too. So, yes. Six, six way Gacy, uh, Chicago Grand Champ, Juan Francisco de Coronado, Ophidian, Delirious, Tracy Williams, Alex Payne. It's pretty Some good. good talent there. It's pretty it, good. Is, that, Tracy, that, is Tracy Williams going to be at um, uh, Evolve this weekend? Uh, I don't know. Let me see if he's You've seen Tracy Williams there. a few times. Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, he is going yeah, to be on so there. There you go. So, yes. Very cool. Uh, Tracy Williams headlined my very first show. Um, I was introduced to a few matches. I was sold right off. Yeah, we're talking about a yeah. guy that's he's great in all of his forms. Yep, there's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, I'm telling you, like I I've watched two matches, and for me to go, he I need him to main event. My, that's cool. My opening show it was it was uh, Tracy Williams versus Sanjay Dutt in front of hardly anybody. My first show, I'm new to being a promoter, and I'm telling you, they killed it. They they worked a 15 to 20 match that was flawless. Wow. Flawless. Wow. And, 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 and I'm, not, I'm not one to boast about matches. I'm not uh, – Tracy Williams versus Delirious on this, this show is damn near flawless, and him versus uh, Sanjay Dutt is just – you know, I, don't watch, I don't watch matches and, quote, I don't, I don't mark out, I guess. I look at it. <laughs> right. I, I don't look at it that way. I appreciate wrestling. That's cool. I man. appreciate wrestling, but not in like I've I've never been that big of a fan where I where I feel compelled to go you know like on forums and so forth and say so. But when I say Tracy Williams is the man, Tracy Williams is the man. But um, he may not be the man. Right. Yeah. He may yeah, not yeah, be yeah, the man. One on of, he's one 8th. of six right now. Here, here's my question: What are you going to do to kill the business on this show? Because no show is worth watching. It's true. You, you got to kill the business. So how I'm going to kill the business is. You're going to have a six-man main event with all these talented guys, right? And I'm going to have a fan do a run-in in that match. Oh, my God. And, and, and destroy all of them? He, he, it's going to be actually worse than the f- finger poke of death. <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's gonna to do – actually, not a not, – not uh, it's going to be the pinky finger. The pink, pinky he's, finger. Oh, okay. He's not going right. to use his, uh, his main pointer finger. I was going to say he's going to blow. He's going to slightly <laughs> blow. And that was going to be enough. Yeah, to and, and every all the guys are going to bump off of that. Just one, <laughs> two, three, four, go. five. He's going to actually. And then they're, are they going to no sell it as well? Somehow at the same time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's going to lay out, and he's going to actually pin all six men. And it's, holy so, shit, I like it. It's going to be. You got to be there. You better make sure you get your you tickets better, now. You better make sure you're there September eighth. Trevor that Trevor is. Baggins fan, fan Trevor <laughs> Baggins <laughs> will be the um, will be the PW champion. So that is really good, man. You could use that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, looking forward to getting up and seeing you guys. Uh, appreciate you coming down and hanging out with us. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, best to you and uh, and honestly. Um, I, I, I'm stealing your name. I'm going to be Glenn Viking moving forward. So that's the way I go. Eric, thanks for coming down, man. Thank you so much. Very cool. Uh, neat segment, uh, between ACH and, and Eric, just sort of talking about, uh, the, the, the nature of the wrestling business right now. I enjoyed that. A lot of fun. Uh, okay. Let's, we're just going to wrap things up. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that we needed to talk about or that we can't save for another week? We can save it all. Great. Wonderful. We'll save it all. Go out and uh, check out Evolve and, um, MCW this weekend and, uh, uh, Celebrate spec- Leo. Leo, Leo, yeah. awesome performer. One of the one of the really. The I, I was planning like doing a whole thing on Leo. <clears throat> we don't need to. Leo's great. Anyone who's listening to this knows Leo. Uh, we'll be great. talking about Leo for some time to come. Yes, just he won't be ours anymore. He'll be. If you have a chance, though, go out this weekend because 
there's not a lot of times where you get to say, like, definitively, I'm going to get to see the last of something like this. And yeah, this that's a good is, point. This is going to be a very At cool environment. At least for now, maybe one day in the future. Down the line, right. yes. But, but for but now. But this is the end of an era for And you Leo. might be watching a legitimate superstar. That yes. You know, this is the last chance that you had to see a legitimate superstar in a in a goddamn flea market. In yeah. a market of fleas. You know, we, we, we were just talking about emotions. Like, Saturday is going to be a legitimately emotional yes, thing. For like, everybody they, it would not shock me, like, that Bruiser-Leo match... It, I bet you actually, and and this is kind of it's a trope in wrestling that doesn't get used enough. I feel. Yeah. I bet you the locker room empties out and yeah, circles the ring that's as a, they that's do a, it. The right like, thing that's, to do. No doubt. That's how you they should do this match. It's going to be a very cool, very unique feeling in wrestling. No so. question. All right, uh, let's get the plugs in. AJ talked about Frank. He also, of course, has the Francis Sports Academy. Support them. Support his dad, who's actually a good guy, unlike AJ. Um, and so support all of that at Francis underscore Sports on Instagram. AJ. Is also on Twitter at AJ Francis four one zero. Aaron, now we are you're on Twitter at the AOster. We're on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. Email Jobbing Out Show at Gmail And what is coming up? I uh, got a couple interviews coming up. Probably going to be uh, doing something. If you weren't aware, there is a local in the May Young Classics, right. so that should be. I'm going to be interviewing that. Uh, I guess young lady is a sure. Sure, very sure, sure. fine term to use. Is she there. still using her name? Yes, that's for, cool. as, as far as I know, because that's she's cool. not. Con- under contract. Under contract. So they're mo- anyone who's not under contract, for the most part, are using their names. Okay. So uh, I won't reveal who it is in case you were trying to avoid spoilers as to who, even though WWE officially announced it. But, you know, I, I'll just leave the secrecy there in case you weren't and uh, just look for that in Baltimore Sun. Okay. Very good. Um, I am on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio, and my website is glennclarkradio.com. Uh, that's, I think, it. That's, I think, it. Thanks again to both uh, Eric Viking from uh, PWE and to ACH for joining us. Uh, very cool stuff. For uh, Aaron Oster, for the main event, AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Oh, uh, AJ's not here, so uh, jobbing out.